Welcome to another Gremlins with Dice TTRPG podcast. Join the survivors along with some new allies as they delve back into the Underdark to put a stop to the demonic threat. The Underdark is already one of the most dangerous environments in all of Faerun, but with every demon lord wandering the Underdark, who knows what dangers come out of the Abyss. And we are recording! Hooray! Yay. Wahoo! Alright. Um, for two points of inspiration, <laughs> who wants to recall, who wants to give a brief summary of part one? I got this. I can do it. I don't got this. I'll pull up. Well, I have none, so I guess it has to be me. Uh... <laughs> You're just the only one who would benefit from it. Oh, man. It's so much. I mean, like, a brief summary of, like, you know... So, the... The party sans uh, Shar and Veldred were captured from the overworld and brought down by the by the drow to the mm-hmm. Underdark. Yep. All of us were ended up being captured by the drow. Yeah. And broke out, escaped, and then it was just a matter of trying to get back to the surface. Yep. That was what we did. Yep. And we t- and we found out that there was a lot of demons. Yep, which is weird. And they're just a plague of civilization, clearly, because the wilds didn't have any problem until civilization started showing up. Yep. Um, you you made some friends along the way. We made some friends along the way, lost including some a friends. dragon god. Lost, lost some friends. Lost a few friends. Lost our son. Yeah, man, that <laughs> really hurt. That little mushroom kid. Uh, there was a lot of webs that were burned along the way. A lot of babies that were burned along the way. There was some infanticide. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) Unintentional infanticide. And some some horribly intentional infanticide. It was a mixed bag. Uh, Lots of sneaking around. Lots of killing people in the dark. That was nice. Lots of running into more demon shit. Yeah. And then eventually we did end up getting out of the Underdark. You did. Hooray! And killing the drow matriarch that was chasing you guys. Yes. Well, she wasn't a matriarch. Uh, no, but she was our slave owner. Yeah. We ended up wreaking blind vengeance upon her. Especially Yaku. Yeah, she yeah. was delicious, and I enjoyed every drop. That's my summary. Is it good enough for two? Yes, it is. You Yay. covered pretty much the whole adventure, yeah. Um, it should be noted, demons in the Underdark, not a common thing, especially in this quantity. Okay. Yeah. Cleo took her Scourge Cat of Nine Tails. Did one of you two want it? No. I don't benefit from it, so I'm like, okay. I got my longbow and my magical quiver with infinite arrows that I still don't understand. That's fair. Okay. You can sell it. Um, or sell it to get another piece of gear. Hey, do you want a cat of nine tails? It it lights things on fire. Definitely not Wardo's thing. Do you want to count of nine tails? It lights things on fire. Um, that would be Danny's thing. Yeah. I mean... I think I, it's a strength thing. Yeah, that's not me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, you can get an uncommon idea. We're gonna uh, trash. Behind said. Can I, can I get a... Uh, winged boots? Cloak of protection. Cloak of protection. Well, 
that plus one to AC in all your saves. Does that conflict with Ring of Protection? No. Okay. Because it's a separate magic item on a separate part of your body. Then, okay, cool. Yeah, then yes, I'm happy to. Cloak of Protection. Real quick, was it the standard stab array? Or Our standard, 17, 15, 13, 12, 10, 8. Mm-hmm. Or you can roll. What's your AC? Uh, well, it can be up to a 26 with Defensive Duelist. Nice. But 22, just sitting around. I mean, you're a tank, so... Uh, yeah. Alright. So, let's... Alexa, connect to my iPhone. Searching. Oh, right. Alexa, put your volume at seven. Alexa, put your volume at five. Like the soundtrack. Veldrin. And Char. But Veldrin. It's a full moon out tonight. Marvelous. And Char has invited you to join her and the other Dark Elves of the caravan that y'all joined up with about seven months ago, uh, which is about three, which was about five-ish months after you've gotten out of the Underdark. Mm-hmm. You've been traveling around, seeing the sights, getting used to life on the surface. And while you've seen and dealt with the sneers and suspicion that the Dark Elves have experienced. You have never seen Char happier than when she's bathing in the moonlight of her goddess. What are you doing as you see the drow? As they're partying? As they're partying. I'm probably, I mean, I'm somewhere I could still ostensibly be a part of the group, but I'm definitely in the shadows. Leaning against a tree. I'm not the party type, but right. I'm definitely, you know, I'm not sulking or anything like that. I'm enjoying myself just chilling out. I got milk in that I'm leaning up against. Scratching a little bit, just, yeah. just relaxing, really. Shar and many of the dark elves are dancing on top of a hill, letting the full moon serve as the only light. Which I mean, you can still see clearly. For sure, they can all still see clearly. Uh, and aside from the occasional dancing light, that also just mimics the moon's glow. Yeah. Uh, perks up and looks off to the side. I immediately look in the same direction and start rolling perception checks. Sure, why not? They're not really hiding, but how quickly do you see them? 25. Oh, yeah, you see them almost instantly. Uh, in fact, you and Velkin almost turn simultaneously. Like almost is just like half a beat faster for him. Yeah. And then I react. And the night makes it hard to see any colors except for the bright red hair of this dwarf who's approaching you. No, same night. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Eldith. Your, your dwarven friend from your uh, fellow prisoners. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we she, had so many. Uh, I Shannon know. does not remember. I know, I know. Veldrin would. 
but she approaches you with a, with a letter. Does she see me? Uh, <laughs> sitting in the shadow. No, but she does see uh, Velkin. Okay. <laughs> because Velkin's not stealthing and isn't immediately invisible in the dark. That's fair. She sees his glowing eyes. Yeah. Alexa, put your volume at four. Sees the glowing eyes and says, ah, that's where I find the creeps. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, and so comes up. Veldrin, are you here? I'm, I'm assuming you are. Yes. Just kind of sticks out the letter, and it's like a foot away. Yes. Oh, oh. She kind of like squints, squints roughly, and can kind of see you. Kind I mean, I'm not like stealthing, but it's, right. you know, it's dark, and I'm automatically invisible. So. Right. Um, What's up? Open the letter, you'll find out. Ominous. I do so. Cool. In fact, I open it by pulling out an arrow and using that as my letter opener. Cool. And like it, there, it is sealed with a with a wax seal that do you. I, I don't know that Veldrin you wouldn't would recognize you wouldn't wear, What does it look like? So that because I would be curious. Uh, it looks like a. Dwarven horned helm mm-hmm. with one of the horns cracked and with a uh, battle hammer like kind of superimposed over it. Okay. I mean, I obviously have no idea. Yeah. Shannon doesn't either, so that tells me nothing. Yeah. It's fine. So, so I open you. it. I have learned how to read by now. Yes. Huzzah! That was a big character moment for me last time. Come at once to Gauntelgram for an audience with King Brunner Battlehammer to discuss matters of grave importance concerning your experiences in the Underdark. Shar! Shar! You see her off dancing. She kind of like, like, mid, mid pose, and she like turns, stops, hears you, comes running down, sees you clearly. Yeah. yeah. Comes running down the hill, um, does grab like, kind of like a very sheer robe to kind of like wrap around herself. And comes, what is, huh? Hi, Eldith. What's, what's, what's going on? She takes it, looks over, reads it. Um, looks at Eldith, looks at you, reads it again. Um, while this is going on, you can ask Eldith any questions that you want to. Why? It seems like the demonic invasion, incursion is getting worse and moving up. Up here? It's not on the surface yet. But it's starting to affect the lowest portions of Gauntelgrim. I still think if they just like raised all the cities to the ground and got rid of them all. It's that's the not that's not the problem. It's all over the place at this point. So. Well, do you remember that weird purple stuff with Ferris Riss? Oh, yeah, super messed up. Didn't yeah. like that at all. Yeah. Is that spreading? Yeah. So, I've been told to escort you back. We have a magical trans. We have a transportation circle, teleportation circle in a nearby city that we can use. Uh, we're actually going to be picking up another one of the uh, group. Which one? Yeah, madam. Do they have any experience with below? They have experience dealing with 
infernal forces and drow. So no. So not specifically with the Underdark, but with the kinds of threats we can expect, you can expect to face. Do they have survival skills, like basic ones? They are very good at keeping people alive. It is. It is very important to keep people alive. And Char, like, folds the letter, kind of puts it into one of the pockets of the robe. So, are, are you okay with this? I mean, I know we've been on the surface for a while now. Let's just go. Okay. They need our help, and this is our new home, but I still have some positive association with our old one. Well, at least be familiar with what you expect, so. Elvis like, mm, maybe not that familiar. Get your stuff. We'll leave at dawn. Since most people- Dawn? Yes, most- you're aware of how stupid late it is right now and how dangerous it is for most people to travel the roads at night. I mean, no, it's... Charge is nuts, like we can be ready at dawn. Dawn, that's like the middle of my sleep cycle. Well, then we should go to bed early. I've only been up a few hours. I don't think I can sleep right now. Well, we need to pack anyway. Char goes off after saying bye to Elpeth and goes to get her stuff ready. We have one pack. We have one pack. Well, Char's currently not wearing any clothes aside from a very thin robe. Well, she needs to pack. But she <laughs> needs to get dressed, but I don't need to pack anything. I only have one bag. Well, as you're grumbling about waiting until dawn and the idea of going back underground. I don't even have, I don't even have anything to do. Like, I can't even like pass the time making arrows. I have too many arrows. <laughs> Yag you, marionette. Yag you, you've been, I'm assuming back home, just kind of going about your normal courtly duties. Like what does that look like for you? Um, just kind of your normal average day. Uh, a lot of just like, you know, um, sitting in a courtroom, just kind of doing the thing where it's like, yeah, that sounds great. Nah, that sounds dumb. Don't do that shit. Nah, that sounds like halfway. Um, and just doing whatever it is that royals do. Cool. Um, and then training. Cool. Um, after you, as you've been spending a lot of your time in the court, um, it's... A nice kind of mid-morning or midday um, when Marionette just is walking by. I'm assuming I, y'all have met, y'all have interacted with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're just coming to see your friend who's training. What do y'all do? Y'all, y'all just run into each other. Boy, how you doing? 
Ah, uh, you know, you know, you know, it's it's late, uh, except it's early. It's a real weird thing to, you know, still getting used to the sun being a thing. That's been fun. Yeah, I, I like this guy. Do you have any shows coming up? Um, no, I believe so. Well, all right. I just figured I'd ask. You don't have to on my account, just, uh, you know, wanted to support you as a could. I mean, if you'd like to go to a show, I'm sure someone would let me perform. Yes. I don't know what you're asking me, but I'm down. Okay, I, I can go and ask around if anyone has a spot free. Yeah. As you are talking, um, it's a nice spring morning. Like there, are lots of pollen is in the air, but also like some nice, like lovely petals that kind of drift down from the uh, trees nearby. Um, a fox just kind of comes trotting up in the middle of the royal courtyard, or one of one of the gardens where you train. Just kind of. And you do see a small scroll kind of tied around one of the front legs. Oh, hello, Kitsune. Opens up his mouth like wide, like a big yawn, and out comes a very deep Scottish voice come at once to Gongrim to an audience with King Brunner Balhammer to discuss the grave importance of your. Con- of concerning your experiences in the Underdark. Kind of goes, pulls on the thread and undoes the knot for the scroll and it lands and rolls out and then seems to somehow get a little bit bigger and makes a teleportation circle uh, scroll that's just there on the ground. Oh, hey, so I shouldn't schedule a show. Probably not. Hey, I'm going to go in this, uh, this uh, circle glowy thing. You want to join? Okay. Okay. And the fox just disappears. Is the fox okay? Probably. Okay. Jump. Cool. You both step into the teleportation circle. The blinding flash of light. We'll come back to to you guys here in a second. Largo. Yeah. Where are you? Uh, You're in Waterdeep. At work, which is uh, the temple for. Uh, if there's a if there's like a smaller chapel, probably there. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you've had a few of the less fortunate come in to just seek some basic medical treatment and healing. Um, nothing, nothing you haven't seen before or out of your or out of your uh, depth and understanding. Um, one guy comes in though, and. He's a dwarf. Looks like he's been on the road for a while. Um, His clothes are kind of ragged, and he's just... Doc, I'm not feeling good. You're in the right place, my friend. What can we do for you? He kind of, like, lifts up his his shirt, and, you know, big pot-bellied dwarf uh, dad bod kind of thing going... (laughs) Uh, but there's a long purple gash that's kind of like right across his his chest. 
was doing some some training in the in the, in the upper dark. This is this is this is a wound that is not yeah. healed. I've yeah. immediately like yeah. usher him over to yeah. an examination table. Yeah. Stick home. Yeah. Black bag. Uh, and and as he's telling this story, go ahead and start triage. Uh, he's just telling the story of how he had been traveling through the upper dark to go do some trading with uh, the deep. Sorry, you're fine. With the deep gnomes, um, and on his way back, uh, ran into this strange plant thing he'd never seen before. Uh, and as he was moving through it, um, he got scratched by some thorns that were on it. Um, and it started out as just like a small little thing across his shirt, but it's clearly grown. Okay. Um, and try and, and diagnose the problem. Uh, is he is he poisoned? Is he you know infected with Give the, something biological? Give or, me medicine. Uh, nineteen plus four, uh, twenty-six. Cool. This is not something that seems um, purely medical. Okay. Um, or purely biological, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's definitely some kind of influence that almost, and as you kind of like start kind of more studying the, the magic behind it, it feels um, abyssal. Uh, which is concerning because yeah. that's not good. Right. There's just, there's a flash of like genuine alarm on Largo's face, but he tries to hide it from the patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did he give his name at some point? Uh, Ogden. Ogden, okay. From, <laughs> oh, um, says, uh, sir, are you, are you okay with staying here for a moment? Uh, yeah, I, um, I imagine there's a, there's probably like a, a more senior priest here. Mm-hmm. Um, just gonna go consult him about this. Um, and just drag him over, you know, show him the... Cool. And do what um, we can to... As you go, uh, and their name is uh, Father Donovan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got the, the bandages of Ilmater right. wrap, the, the, the permanent kind of blood stain. Right. Is talking with another dwarf, a shady as fuck looking uh, ranger guy, and a drow woman who is wearing clothes. Uh, Asterisk. Um... You're still getting used to uh, Char wearing less and less clothing. As... Yeah. Um, it's not the weirdest thing I've seen. It's not so the weirdest taking thing. Taking it in stride. And so she is wearing basically like, you know, to, to describe Char, long uh, long white hair, the dark uh, grayish, almost bluish skin uh, of a dark elf, uh, purple eyes. Her clothes are, or like her normal gear is just kind of basically like a Essentially, a slightly armored or padded like tube top thing with like some straps to like has a sword on the back, uh, with like a pauldron and kind of just a very high split skirt, uh, and some very light shoes. Uh, very much seems to be indicating an idea of showing off both her form and full mobility. Um, if Beldrin wants to describe, or if you want to describe, uh, I mean, you see a figure with. Clothed all in black with large black hood, large black cloak, all that, and then you see like a shock of red hair peeking out. It's very very, very pale skin. 
Uh, and you also see a dwarven woman wearing full armor. And you do recognize... Uh, roll me a history check, actually. That would probably actually be enough. Um, you can see that she uh, is decked out in some very impressive full dwarven armor with the uh, crest of Gontaldrim kind of imposed on the shoulder and on the chest, which is that uh, the helm... The, 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 the Broken Horn Helm and the Warhammer, um, which is specifically the House of uh, Brunner Battlehammer, but it is now the crest of Gondolgrim since he's king. Uh, and is talking with Father Donovan, and he looks over and sees you. This is the, uh, this is the, the person you're looking for, uh, Largo. Brother Largo is our expert on this. And Ella's like, oh, that's good. Hi. It's good to, good to meet you, Brother Largo. And she puts out a big hand. Pleasures. Pleasure to meet you. Um, I I don't I don't mean to be rude, Father Donovan. We have um, a concerning case in the back. Oh, oh! If you'll excuse excuse us a moment, then and he uh, goes with you. Uh, we we can discuss the arrangement after. Shar and Eldith both kind of just nod in agreement. And Largo makes a, a very apologetic. Nod um, in the direction of these of these guests. Eerily still, like no movement, no expression, nothing. Um, By remaining perfectly still. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's used to being in darkness where no one sees him, so he's just still doing that, even in the bright light. Largo tries a big friendly smile. Nothing, and nothing. he and he just and his face falls a bit, and he turns and goes with Donovan. You could try smiling, mm-hmm. like when people smile. What time is it right now? Oh, it's like eight and no, it's like nine in the morning. Okay, yeah, he's like, like t- nine or ten. Huh? You, when people like smile at you, you should smile back. No, I know, I really do. It's, it's, it's I mean, I'm two. And I was just like, I'm tired, but that's because I stay up stupid late to come meet you guys. Who dances in moonlight? We do. <laughs> yeah. Just disgusted, parentheses, disgusted noise. Yeah. Uh, so you leave Father Donovan. As, as they walk, he, he talks to Donovan as they're walking back because he wants to be able to be a shot of, of the patient. He says, um, we have a, a dwarven patient back there, Mr. Ogden. Um, he's, he's wounded. I don't think he's in any immediate danger. What's concerning is there's a distinctly infernal taint about the injury. Where has he been recently? Trading with the Deep Gnomes. So through the Underdark. Indeed. We should tend to him soon, and... I, I apologize for pulling you away from your other guests. Um, I thought this... You should be aware. Well, this is actually relating to our... guests, and... Let's go, and we can explain more as after afterwards. Very good. So you head over. Um, he he begins undoing his bandages, and you can see where he has carved in uh, some scriptures, some texts that have scarred for Ilmater, and starts beginning you know reading those. They begin to bleed a little bit, um, but it it it's, it is. It glows as it comes down. It doesn't even. It doesn't seem to look like mortal blood, as it drips out of the scars and onto the wound itself. 
and it does shrink a little across his chest. It doesn't go away, um, but it and, but also seems like the the exercise itself has drained Father Donovan significantly. He rewraps the bandages. It will take several treatments to remove a taint of this deep. Um, he begins discussing with Ogden about uh, what he was doing, and you know, you don't gain really any new information other than it, it was an injury he sustained about a month ago, and it has not healed. Most of that time, he was still stuck in the Underdark trying to get out, got out at an exit here near Waterdeep that he is familiar with, and then came this way. Was kind of hoping that being in fresh air might help, but it hasn't, and it's only gotten worse until now. This may just be the beginning. Um, the Eldith, the dwarven woman who was here, she uh, she has some unfortunate news concerning the Underdark, and believes that your history with and Largo kind of looks down at that. Your history with dealing with certain races of the Underdark, as well as your expertise in combating outside forces will be of great benefit to any of their efforts. I see. Is this... Is this how the church wishes me to serve? It is a question of it is if it is how you are willing to serve and if it is what the broken God is calling you to do. Which you may wish to spend some time in prayer and communion or simply follow where you feel him pull you. It is different for each person how he who bleeds for the broken calls us. I'll um, I'll speak more with our guests and. Um, Good. I, I I'll see to Mr. Ogden here as best as I can and try to get other. Uh, uh, see if any of the other fathers can begin to prepare in case there are other injuries like this that appear. That would be best. Thank you, Father, for yes. taking over here. Yes. So you head back to Veldrin, Shar, and... Veldrin has been watching Eldith. you like a hawk this entire time. Um, well, they were in a separate room. Oh, well, he's been staring at the door, waiting for him to... As yeah. soon as you reappear, Veldrin is already staring at you. And he, and he's jumps just a little bit. I'm like, huh. At this point, Shar properly introduces... Sharinda Nelavon of... Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Mendo Berenzon, this is my... I haven't really established a term. Ward? Brother? Friend? Packmate. Packmate. Pack, packmate. Of course. This is Veltrin. Pleasure to meet both of you. And, and one more, any addresses the dwarf? I'm, I'm sorry, your name? Eldith. Eldith. Oh, she puts out her hands again. Yeah. Excuse me, um, there was... people normally shake hands more than once when they meet each other? They do when they're nervous, I think. 
And Eldith's kind of like, I'm not. It's at that I'm, volume. Like, yeah. you can hear them whisper. Like, Eldith is like, I'm not nervous. I, I, uh, did Father Donovan tell you anything? Uh, a little. Um, please fill me in on any detail you feel is necessary. <sighs> can so, we go outside in the sunlight? We're not going to get much more of it. You know, that's fair. And they, they lead you and escort you to, to the outside. It's a nice, sunny morning. And you see as, like, Char transitions to, to the outside into the daylight, her... Her skin does kind of uh, pale a bit more. Um, most people don't see dark elves in, in daylight. Their skin go, gets pitch black dark when they're in shadow. Transitions, depending on light levels, when they're in the sunlight, completely pale. It's like camouflage, kind of sort of. Walter um, just sits down in the grass and just soaks in the sunlight. Well, the short and the long of it is that deep under the, deep in Gontelgrim, at some of the first layers, there's been a few demonic incursions already into the city itself. Nothing we can't beat back, especially with Brunner and a few of the other uh, forces that he's called to help support it. But uh, what's more concerning is the Fairstress. It's a... Uh, it's a weird plant, fungus thing, growth that's been cropping up into the Underdark ever since the demons showed up. It glows weird colors. It glows weird colors. It's mostly purple. Gives you bad dreams. It's... Don't touch. Leave it alone. It's corrupting. It's it's abyssal in nature, we, we think. Uh, but it's starting to slowly encroach on the lower levels of Gumpelgrim, which is... Concerning because a year ago when we got out after being stuck in the Underdark for a time, it... I'm it so had, sorry. Uh, okay. I mean, I grew up there, so... So did I. Yeah. If you can't tell. And she just kind of like gestures to It was more wanting herself. to see a new place that my mom always told me about. I just really wanted to be in Moonlight. The sun's nice too, I guess. You actually do see she's pulled out like some smoked lenses and put them on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a year ago, there were like patches of fair's wrists and like maybe like um, an area the size of this courtyard could have been occupied or filled with it, but nothing that was approaching the, the upper dark and definitely not Gontelgrim, but now there's it's starting to try to leak through. I see. Where we we've sent some scouts down and they have said that there is more demonic activity. A lot of the settlements that we've had contact with have gone dark and there's more there's more phaserous, and it and the demonic activity seem to be increasing at roughly the same rate. What about the monster population? Up, down, something like this should affect it in some way. Down, from what we can tell. Which, huh. at this point, kind of in the shadows of like a nearby uh, alleyway, you do hear a low grumble from a displacer beast. 
Uh, oh no, I haven't that... summoned him yet. Oh, you haven't. No, oh, okay. Right oh, okay. Never mind. I know. I've learned by this point. Walking around in broad daylight with him scares people. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Except for the occasional kid who goes, Kitty! No. Hmm? I don't go into public buildings with him. That freaks people out. I yeah. get kicked out that way, so. Yeah. No, he's not here right now. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. I've learned some things about society and social rules. So, I, I think what Elvith is getting at is that we could use your help. She says that you have experience dealing with and things from the Underdark as well as demons. Um. How are your survival skills? Are you good at being stealthy? Can you hide very well? Are you good at keeping <laughs> quiet? Uh, if you'd asked me that 10 years ago, I would have said I can make a pretty mean camp. Uh, if you'd asked me at about the same time, I would have said, uh, were it not for the armor, I can move pretty quietly, but, and, and at this point, it, it probably had been noticed, noticeable before now, but he just takes a loping step forward, and it's clear, he's, he's got his priest robes on, so you can't actually see the leg, but it's clear that there's something wrong with his right leg. Um, he says, these days, I'm afraid, uh, even in my undergarments, I'm, uh, not very smooth. And back in the day when it was uh, more relevant, um, the plate armor kind of, you know, made it challenging anyway. Um, you should understand, I, I don't know how my name came to you, but it's been a decade since I wielded a weapon in anger. But as a priest of our... Uh, Crying God, I'm a good healer. And where you're going, you'll need one. So, I'll, I'd like to hear a little more, maybe have a day to mull it over. Um, there are many people here who need my help as well, but. We can stay in the city for, for another day. And I'll, I'll need to gather my belongings anyway. Yes. Um, All right. Well, we'll be back in the morning for your decision. Thank you. Get another day on the surface. Um. What is your, what is your objective? To learn more. For now, the objective is to make a plan with King Brunner. I see. I believe the goal is find out the cause and if possible, remove it or at least pass it further up the food chain to remove it. We can't send the whole army of Grim down. We wouldn't even know what we're sending it into at this point. And so it's a scouting mission. Yes. I can do that. A small, relatively small force. Uh, certainly less than a hundred. A hundred? That's so many people. If you're going to be fighting potential demon lords, you're going to want... I said le- And I said less than a hundred. 
And that depends on how much support we can get from the others. Oh man, we had like 20 people last time and that was way too many. Yeah, but how many of them actually could do know what they were doing? These are all going to be well-trained experts. Large groups attract more attention. Large groups also can fend off demon lords better. Mm. You're kidding about the demon lord, right? Multiple. We saw several. We act and Char acted. We actually saw Demogorgon destroy Kuatoa village right in front of us. Um, we dealt with a. We dealt with a. Myconid colony that was half of it infected by uh, Zuktamoy. We had a succubus sent by Gratz to mess with the uh, the Dwergar. A few others that we just would run into. Orcus. Orcus was... We, we did something with Orcus. He, he, had, he had kind of taken over a tomb, or at least some of his followers had. At the, at the mention of Demogorgon, Largo starts picking at the red threads that are wrapped around his hands, and with every with every new name, <laughs> like his eyes get a little wider, and his his hand movements get a little more uh, anxious. And by the end of it, he says, "I'll um, I'll get packed. I will. Maybe I, we might be able to leave tonight." I, I just need time to get my things together. I, I have no idea what state my armor's in. Um, I, I don't even think that my spirit head's on on a shaft right now. So, so I just need six, eight hours. That gives us time okay. to sleep and then... Yes, we can sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, this is not just... And Eldith explained, this is not just a simple demonic incursion like someone just summoned up. That there are demon lords. Sorry, how would you? There are demon lairds here in the Underdark on the material plane. As far as we can tell, all of them. I see. Very well. Um, is there anything else we need to discuss? If not, I'll, I'll begin my preparation immediately. How do you feel about cats? I, I quite like cats. Okay, good. I know he was coming anyway. But yes, he was. I'm okay. Yeah. Even if he didn't like that. Do you think we're going to get to see Yagyu again? Fuck, I hope so. He was great. He was great. Also, just, I I know that and she kind of gestures to herself. My kind aren't like the most welcomed here and not everybody on the surface and the, with very good reason. When he, when he hears... My kind aren't welcome here. Largo just looks away for just that, that quarter second and looks back. Are we... I will uh, understand. Can I roll an insight on that? Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm going to set a DC rather than have you... Uh, dirty, dirty 20. Dirty 20, we'll get it, yeah. Uh, what exactly are you trying to discern? I'm trying to figure out... If he has hostile or traumatic um, feelings towards the drow in general, if Shar is in any danger here, mm-hmm. can I expect a 
strong response of any kind, strong negative response of any kind, either fear or anger or hatred or violence or whatever. It's not, it's not any, it's not hate for okay. sure. It's not hatred. Yeah, not at all. Is it like leaning more toward fear or? No. Okay. I will let you decide what you want, if you want to reveal what it is, but you know what it is not. Okay. So there's there doesn't seem to be any danger here or threat. No. Okay. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure that like everything's gonna be fine. I I don't follow Loth. She's a bitch. Um, and she kind of like reaches in and pulls up, and it's a it's a sword kind of superimposed over a full moon. I follow Ilsatrahi, and. I know she's not talked about much, but she's like a good goddess and we are dancing in the moonlight a lot. That's the, honestly that's mostly what it is. Also stabbing things that are evil. And and Largo, it's he for a second he just looks confused about this sudden diversion because No, 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 please don't misunderstand me. I welcome welcome to Waterdeep. Um And he just that that's it, and that's it just kind of cuts off there. Well, we'll let you get your stuff together, and we'll meet back in a few hours. Yes, um, um, it'll take. I. I haven't prepared for battle in a, a decade. It'll be more than a few hours, but but, I'll hurry. Do you need help? I think... It's something you need to do on your own. I might need some help with the shopping list. Can we assume that we'll be provisioned once we get there? Yes. Okay. Okay. That simplifies things a lot. Um, but no, I... Um, I'll, I'll be back. Okay. Um, he's going to head to his quarters, which I assume or you know either provided by yeah the church or yeah and it's um, just a simple little room right with a washing washing bin a trunk um storage under the bed a simple bed yes i would like to cast pass without a trace on myself and follow him stealthing <laughs> yes you may do so um 15 passive perception so that's going to be I'm pretty sure you're passing. 13 stealth plus 10 for passive without trace plus. So you're rolling for 23. You're not even rolling for ones. That's 27 for stealth. Yeah, no, you are able to follow, no problem. And so, like, like Shar turns to Eldith for a second to talk, and then turns to talk to you. It's like. Fuck. So, this whole time you are being watched, but you don't know it. What does Largo do? Uh, he he goes into a, there's like a trunk or like something in a closet and he pulls out uh, a large crate, pries off the top, uh, and starts pulling out his old gear. So what, would you would you say plate is reasonable? Yeah. Or, okay. Um, there's some plate that hasn't been maintained in 10 years and uh, uh, there's just a spearhead, no shaft attached to it. Um and a, a shield that has the symbol of like a boar snout painted on it. Um, so he starts going over the place, making sure everything is functional, which I'm yeah, assuming it, he it probably is, yeah. oiled it before he put it away. 
Yeah. Um, but like, there's like a, uh, some spines or bristles like on the back of the plate to kind of look like, you know, razorback boar bristles. Mm-hmm. Um, and he stares at that for a moment and looks like he's thinking about it. And they're, they're, I imagine they don't have like much practical function like as far as mechanics of combat, but mm-hmm. they're still just like, you know, bits of metal poking off this plate. So he just stares at it and just throws up his hands. He can't do anything about it. But he goes over to the shield and picks it up and um, stares at it for a few seconds. And then he goes and finds, again, I'm assuming the quarters are in the church property. Yeah. So he goes and finds like a few paint buckets and paints over it with Ilmater's symbol. Um, gets all the stuff together, you know, whatever traveling Gary needs. Um, cool. As you as you go and get the paint and then come back, uh, like you've gotten the armor pieces out, kind of laid it out as best as you can. Um, as you return, there is something on your bed. Um, and you've been, you followed him mm-hmm. when you went to go get the paint, came back. So you didn't see how this got right. here. Um, but there's something on your bed. It is a helm that looks to have like carved in, like structured and carved into it what looks like a boar's head with tusks coming off of it. Um, and on the tusks you see red. Um, when he, the first thing on his face when he sees it is anger. Uh, and he approaches the helmet and he's he's been at this Ilmater game long enough to have a guess. And he touches the red, yeah. assuming it's wet. It is. It assuming is blood. it's blood. Uh, on further like examination and looking at it, it is. You realize that the, it it the red stains are not as if having gored something, but as if they are cracked and they are leaking the blood themselves. Um. And like it's not like you know gushing out. It's just a slow. Like, if any is, like, wiped off, then it's just replaced. Uh, he picks up the helm, stares it in the eyes, and turns around, falls back into the bed, sitting on it, and presses his forehead against the helmet and just starts crying, just bawling. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was up with so go ahead. <laughs> That's, that's, it's probably like a full, like, 90 seconds of ugly crying. Yeah. Um, uh, but then he tries it on. I'm assuming it's a perfect fit. It fits perfect. Yeah, of course. So Uh, I was operating on the assumption that when he walks in, I, like, slide in behind him, like, sitting behind something or whatever. Yeah. So like, so... Oh, say that? Yeah, I say that. He jumps. After the 90-second ugly cry. The helmet comes off, and he turns around, and there's a look of pure, like, alarm. Uh, and he's holding out his his left hand, which is wrapped with that red twine, and there's there's enough of a glow in it that it looks like he's ready to do something. It goes, Hello, Veldrin. Yeah. So what's the deal with the drow? There's nothing wrong with the drow at all. Yeah, but you had a reaction. 
Did you? How long have you been in my room? Oh, since you left. Like, I've been following you. To be sure. fair, Char would say there are quite a few things wrong with the drow. Yeah, no, no, not like the drow in general, but like, you definitely had like a reaction there. And Char's like, kind of in charge of me, so I'll make sure she's okay. And also, it's very important going down there to know what people's reactions are going to be. Because if you like freeze or freak out or panic or go into blood rage, then we need to be prepared for that. So, like, what's the deal? Is the 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 how, the how blunt those questions are just leaves him kind <laughs> of like stunned for a second, uh, and then he he realizes that he he feels like the last little bit of tears slide down his face, and he just kind of just wipes away at his hands, and probably some of the blood from the helmets on his face. And I say, oh, damn it! Sorry, I'm a mess here. Oh, um, I know. Char said people can be sensitive about crying. I won't tell anyone about that. Thanks. I mean that. Uh, she says I need to work on social stuff. I think this might be one of those times. Sorry? For seeing you cry? I don't think you need to apologize for that. Although some people would suggest the trespassing deserves an apology, but I, I oh. I'm okay with it. Huh. Um. Mm-hmm. He he sets the helmet down like the armor is all set out on the bed and kind of the appropriate format format as you know you would expect. He sets the helm at the top of the chest it's piece. Nice. That's an intimidation factor. And when he hears that, he just winces a bit. Uh, it's ugly, and I hate it. Thanks, thanks for trying. Not really sure. What I appreciate that. Here. Um, the the drow. Um, and he holds out his hands to kind of in gestures at his clothing, which again is like monk's robes. There's like a apron or smock over it to, you know, so there's a little bit of blood on it from the patient. And, um, he's kind of like a heavy set older guy, probably in his mid forties. He looks like he was once in shape and it's not like he's, you know, let himself go totally, but it's just like, it's clear that it's he hasn't. Right. Yeah. Um, and he gestures at himself and he says, um, this hasn't always been my life. Um, I I think your friend came to me because of my skills and because of what I've I've been in the underdark before. I don't I don't hold any hatred for the drug. You understand that. Um I don't, I don't want to say much more about it. I'm sorry. You don't, if it comes to combat, you don't need to worry about me. I haven't, well, apart from the fact that I might be as rusty as my armor, which has kept up surprisingly well. That's, I 
did a good job oiling that. I'm kind of proud of that. Okay. The point being, I think once I'm back in there, I had a, I had a partner a long time ago that I fought with and it was my job to be the wall that no one could get behind. And I think once I'm back in there, you'll see that. And I don't think you'll have anything to worry about. People are different up here than they are down there. I think there are opportunities up here for us to be. I think it's easier to be kind up here. I think you're right. I think it's easier to be strong down there. You have to be. I am afraid that you are correct. But I guess if we're fighting demon lords, we should probably be strong and more than kind. I guess that's the one case where you don't really have to worry about being nice, huh? Maybe this will turn out great after all. Oh, we're supposed to... Pleased to meet you, Feltrin. Your handshake is practiced. <laughs> I've been trying. I can tell. Do you stay and help with the... Uh, if you want help, if you clearly want me to leave, then I will try to pick up on those signs and leave. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> probably like... a you know, 20 seconds of awkward silence while Largo's, like, expecting Veldrin to go. And he says, well, thanks for stopping by. And he kind of moves so that the door is, the open door is visible. Okay, yeah. Then I leave. Very quietly. Point of inspiration to both of you. (laughs) Great. Um... So, so I've rejoined Shar and it just pop out of nowhere and just be like, I like him. Good. It's important to like your traveling companions. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be very quiet, but I do like him. Well, sometimes you need a loud distraction. And Maybe I can keep him quiet with magic. We'll find out. So, a few hours pass. You are... You all rejoin. What time? Um, it's probably about yeah. seven or eight at night. Okay, so it's like sunset. Early for us. With our yeah. Sleep schedule. yeah. Gotcha. Um, and you hear uh, El, El, y'all meet outside the small temple for Ilmater. Um, you coming with us? Hey, hey. Yeah. Um, he's he's got it. He's probably not wearing his armor because I feel like we're about to march or something or ride a long distance. So, uh, but he's got his he's got all his kit on him and Good. he's ready to travel. All right. Well, we're about to meet a man for our teleportation circle, so let's go take care of that and 
We'll get out of here. But why so early? And Char just reaches over. There, there. Pats you on the shoulder a few times. <sighs> you head over to the, uh, just look what looks like, uh, it, it's, it's actually the, the Tower of the Black Staff. Um, and one of the kind of androgynous are clearly made from magic servants uh, kind of comes down, like does not blink at all. My master was expecting you. Hands it out. I'm staring to, without blinking. Yeah, it. Hand, hands it out. There's no reaction from them. Right. Uh, hands it out. Uh, Elvis takes it. No, it's unrolls the, the scroll. And it's about like the size of a small carpet. Uh, and it does have teleportation circled like right there on it. Um, she triggers it. And you are whiff, whisked away to a building. Uh, all of you arrive at the same time uh, because time zone differences. Um, you all arrive at the same time in what looks to be a wizard's laboratory of some kind. Um, there are when you, you look around and you see all kinds of uh, Alembics, other magical apparatuses, alchemy stuff. Uh, there's a small fire with a cauldron going. Um, it seems to be run. It it looks very wizardy. The architecture does not match what you see out the window, which is very harsh, impressive dwarven structure. This is more small, simple, homely. Um, you know, Elgin just kind of looks around. So. Oh, I guess he's not here. And looks over and sees Yagyu. Oi, what's going on then? Ah, she runs up, gives you a big hug, like actually picks you up a little bit because dwarf. And you brought a friend. I did. This is Marionette. Oh, well, hi, Marionette. And you see Char and Veldrin and another new person. Good to see you again. And you're new. Hello. Pleasure to meet you both. You're new. Yes, I am. Do you want to describe your characters? Um, I sent a picture, the picture that I drew of her in, yeah, she is a warforged with a, what appears to be a stained glass, uh, LA-22. Love it. Yeah. This is seriously such a cool concept. Like, it really is. I love it. Thank you. Um, I drew it while suffering through the, uh, shoot, which shall not be named because this is recorded. Mm. Fair enough. And yeah, you Manny Jacinto from the good place. With a mustache. Yep. He looks a little dead. A little pale. His eyes are also red. Are his teeth a little pointed? Yeah, just a little bit. Just, just a little. Just a bit. Yeah. Well, Greetings, friends. My name is Largo. You can call me Brother Largo if you want to be formal, but you don't have to be. Okay. I'm sure. Hi. Hello. You're, I, I like your dress. Yeah. Is, she like kind of comes over and like, man. Yeah. She like touches it. Is it like part of you or do you wear it? 
I mean, I can take it off. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's like a little inconvenient. Um, you can see it is attached by like hinges so it can go down mm -hmm. uh, or be unhooked. Cool. Um, and underneath there's a short dress. That's so cool. I love it. Thank you. Uh, at this point, door opens um, and you see who looks, someone who looks like clearly wizard by their attire, like long flowy robes. Um, uh, well, mostly around the torso and the legs. He does have, uh, it is um, sleeveless with kind of just a long cloak coat kind of thing going. He is an Afrit um, or a fire genasi. Um, you do see kind of the glowy red of his eyes. His hair is kind of a uh, swirling flame. Oh, good, you're all here. Kelric Smoke, and he kind of holds out a hand to everybody for shaking. Eh? Yes? You're vaguely familiar. Oh, I guess I'll have walked. I'm here as a guest of, 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 of Brunner. Anyway, uh, let's go. He's the, he has plans for you all. He wants to meet. Um, give me one second. Well, actually, I'll do it on here so that I can send you all the picture. Uh, you are, I'm just going to read. You are taken to a mighty hall in which a red-haired dwarf of fierce and proud demeanor sits upon a massive stone throne, flanked by a number of guards, advisors, and who look and one oddly out-of-place human. Although a long stone table has been set to one side, laid out with refreshments, there do not appear to be any other guests. Welcome, friends, says the king. I have a mind to know about the rumblings and rumors and about the going-ons in the depths outside of my city. If you relate to me what you know, we can talk about what we might do next. And maybe you can help me figure out what the devil's going on in the lower parts of my city. And the uh, human next to him. We'll see, see. Well, now we, thank you. Uh, Give me one second. Uh, the human you see kind of standing next to him is... Give me a second. This guy. Huh? Yes. <laughs> how, how fun was that movie, though? It was great. I have it. Um, so you see him kind of descending next to Bruner. Like, a very calm but serious demeanor about him. Uh, hasn't really said anything. Um, as Bruner has been the one to indicate he wants to hear from you. Uh, what you, what, specifically you two and Char can say about the events in the Underdark. Uh, Eldis told me her own version, but I like to have as many witnesses as I can, and you're, you're a lot ago. I've, I've heard of you and what you've done. It's been 
Largo looks surprised and he says, uh, thank you, Your Grace. Yes, I didn't. I don't remember about you. Oh, that's okay. I'm new. Well, welcome, new. It's good to have you here. Oh, no, that's not my name. Oh. I, I, you're a warforged. So you, you all have weird names. Oh, that's a lovely name. Thank you. <laughs> Twitch Eldritch is kind of like sighs when he says, uh, all Warforged have weird names. He's like, it's true. One of my best mates was named Hammer. <laughs> kind of, okay. Did I know him? Hammer? Yeah. Um, Would he been around? That, that uh, you might have like heard Bruner mention him before. Okay. Uh, uh, which is just, he, he was a Warforged with hammers for fists. Alien RPG character that um, I can't seem to kill is named <laughs> Hammer. Um, I can read his character description. Do they have hammers for fists? Um, no, but he was literally made in a tank in order to be uh, the perfect space marine. Nice. Boobra. Anyway, um, so you you take your time to kind of share. I'm not going to have you redo the recap uh, unless there's any specific information you want to make sure Bruner does know. Uh, it, it is demons. Cool. I got that. All right. Um, anything else? Um, I think of note would be the relocation of the spore colony. Oh, I can say. And that we have friends down there that have, we haven't heard from, including Shushar. We have a few friends, too. We haven't heard from them. Mostly uh, the, the deep gnomes of Bligdenstone. We haven't heard from them in a few days. Okay. And we even have a little bit a little bit of connection with uh, Grackelstogan. I haven't said anything in even longer. It's been it's been a, a few weeks since we heard from Bligdenstone. It's been a few months since we heard from Grackelstog. Just that I have the, uh, the, the geography correct. Bligdenstone is the last place we came through. Yes. Before, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. the last city that was closest to y'all. Yeah. And Grackelstag was with the deep, or deep, yeah, Thumbershot and okay. the deep dwarfs or the dark, uh, the the gray dwarfs. Okay. The Dwergar. Okay. And then Shushar lived in. Slubludop. Yeah, I know something silly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, it's it's a Kuatepa name. That's the village that got destroyed. That's yeah. the village that got destroyed. Yep. We saw him get away, sort of, but couldn't really... Y'all did get a vision when y'all were checking, uh, when y'all were using uh, clairvoyance to kind of survey some areas. Uh, Y'all did see Shushar leading his people, Moses-style, to some other part of the Dark Lake. We haven't heard from him since then. You have not heard from him since then. You don't know how he's doing. We're a thief of Yeah. Gotcha. It's the Dark, they could have killed him. It's the Dark, they could have all died. And that might actually have been the, a, a better ending than what else could have happened. They all got infected with the yellow shit. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. So anyway. Well. We're going to have some people coming over. Some very important, powerful people who are concerned about the following, about the, uh, the events of the Underdark. Uh, different members of different factions from all over Faerun. I need you to talk with them and get them to 
agreed to help. Um, some of them will be easier than others. Some of them will be much, much harder. Um, and he kind of looks over at uh, Zansk, who just... The Harpers will do their best to support in what way they can. However, the other factions will be more difficult. Why? Well, simply put, they're all self-interested bastards. But this is like the demon stuff will spread to where they live. Listen, so you like, know. This is a self-interested thing. Well, to be fair, it's not on their doorstep like it is here. And the Zahentarum the, the, the will probably be interested because they do have some financial investment in the Underdark. But uh, might be hard to get the Lord's Alliance to actually care about, you know, the problem in the deep before it becomes a problem on the surface. Poking you while this has happened, pointing at the human. Is that, is that Reggie? He looks a lot like Reggie. I think so. I think it's Reggie. Yeah. Did Reggie become a paladin? I thought he was just an actor. Can't be him. I, don't, I mean, I haven't seen him the longest time. He, he had that one shitty thing with uh, Reynold Ryans, and uh, now I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he he went and found found Faith. He's a paladin now. Should we talk to him about it? Yeah, I think we should. Zeke's just kind of like leans forward, like, I don't know who this Reggie is, but he sounds interesting. Is this the role? Is this a role? Oh, we got you. He's kind of like, he's kind of like, look, there is food on the table. Ah, okay, I see. Yes, very, uh, Meisner, no problem. Just look, there is food. He looks over at uh, Smoke, who you, if you see both of them kind of have uh, the Harper symbols like on their clothes, and they just shrug at each other. Is this Smoke the same Smoke? Yes, it is. I thought so. Velvet keeps just like staring at him like, it's itching at the back of my brain. I know, I know him, but I can't remember where. So yeah, they just kind of like, they just look at each other, shrug, and then go back to uh, the meeting. Um, Bruner explains there's going to be guests, there's going to be a feast there, and he is going to need you to help convince uh, the Zentarum will probably be one of the, the Harpers are already on board. The Zentarum will probably be pretty easy to convince because they are going to want help. That they have investment in the Underdark. It's going to be the Lord's Alliance is probably going to be the hardest to convince because they're not going to care. It's going to be the mentality of like that's the Underdark's problem. If 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 the Drow want to get torn apart by demons then cool, that's not our problem. They've been raiding our, the surface cities already anyway. Um, and the uh, the Order of the Gauntlet will probably need a little bit more convincing than the Emerald Enclave or the Zentarum. But anyway, you, you know. Uh, I'm aware of who the Lord of the Lions are. Um, yeah, you probably would too. Who's yeah. the Order of the Gauntlet? They are more, uh, they're paladins. Oh. They're crusaders. The idea that demons are running about. 
it, it's more of a you need to convince them the demons are a problem, even if they are only affecting the Underdark, where, you know, demon worshippers are, like, you know, the followers of Wolf. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the Emerald Enclave, they're all, they're, they're, they're a bunch of druids and rangers. Just let them know that balance is important, and the Zentarum are criminals, and the Harpers are freedom, woo. And then the Lord's Alliance is, you know, Lords. Lords. No alliance. Yeah. So yeah. Well, if you need to get into some fancier dress for the occasion, uh, we can supply that and make sure you're ready for it. But best foot forward, the it might work for some. Like the Lord's Alliance. He leans over to Elder. Who are they sending again? And she just sighs and goes, Erevin, Hond. And he just, Ugh. The worst aspects of both human and elf in one person. Ugh. It's more like what I'm wearing. This is practical and very functional, and it will keep me alive. Dif- you need different kind of armor for a fancy party. Right? That's a good way of putting it, for different armor. It's yeah. a good way of putting it. Are we expecting violence to break out at this party? Verbal violence, maybe. There's no kind of clothes that's going to protect from verbal violence. You'd be surprised. Are they these clothes enchanted? Yes. Yes, yes I... they are. <laughs> Inside. Uh, deception. Bardic inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And guided, can you inspiration and guided? If he only if he fails uh, as a reaction, and you're actually getting the advantage because Bruner is helping you on this. <laughs> so my insight is nineteen. Damn. Well, you That's have bardic inspiration. Two sixes. Uh, I don't think it's possible. Okay, two sixes plus an eight plus. Well, that's fourteen. Bardic inspiration is still only a. F- um, I think it's a D eight, but um, let me. I think D8. if you're past fifth level, yeah, it's a D8. Yeah, no. Um, well, hold on. You're at 14. That's 18. Okay. Guidance. Guidance. Oh, just kidding. Plus two. 20. <laughs> so just barely. So just barely. So I'm like, I don't think that's right, but I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's right. I don't right, think but that's don't, right, but yeah. I don't know enough about enchantment and armor to <laughs> really argue the point, so. Oh, I know all about yeah. it. Trust me. Well, I don't know you, so trust is kind of hard. Oh, right now. that's a good point. I'm sorry. Trust has to be earned. Well, you trust but me. But I don't, like, have a reason to distrust you. I just don't know you yet. Yeah. I mean, we're on neutral ground. Yeah. Not good, not bad. Which, um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you hear, uh, as, as this is going, speaking of, uh, Smoke kind of like reaches into one of his pockets and pulls out uh, an amulet. Who wants? What is it? Irrelevant. Who wants? Is it shiny? Yes. I don't what want does it to look like. like? It's, it looks like a uh, hexagon, but it's at the point where it joins at the pendant. Um, and what looks like just a kind of a red, it almost looks like a button. But like it, like as he moves it, it's not three dimensional. Like it doesn't like stand out. It's just like a red marker 
in the middle. Let's do. Put that on. Cool. You do. Uh, once you do, it kind of like the little red just lights up, and then out from a nearby hallway, just and just stands next to you. It's a, a shield guardian. It's a large uh, automaton. Honestly, I, I kind of felt like uh, it feels a little bit like home now. Can I give this to someone else? Yeah, I mean, whoever has that can command uh, can command Sparky here. He's a oh, his name's Sparky. Fuck, I'm keeping it. Oh, okay, he's he's, <laughs> a, he's, a, he's he's of my own design. I mean, you can name him whatever you want to. I just call him Sparky. Isn't that right, Sparky? The mouth kind of opens, and like you hear like those old like spark toys. You just and like little sparks. And the mouth just shuts. I will give you the stats for the shield guardian later. Is it the same as feasibly whatever I found in DND Beyond? Yes. Okay, I can just. Not even feasibly, it is. That is what it is. Shield guardian, you said. Yep. Because I can't just send down the whole army of Gauntlet down. You're going to have to, like. Oh, Jesus. What? That was big. Yeah, he's a big boy. Kind of like Liberty. Yeah. Liberty Prime? <laughs> yep. If you want to share a picture, well, I can. Give me a minute. Wow. Wow. Good stats. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's a lot. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but they explain like we're sending you down with this what we're sending you down with whatever best gear we can get you since we can't send the whole army down. Uh, we'll send a few of El Eldith will come with as well as a few of her scouts. But as far as any other supports, you're gonna have to get that from our guests. Um, I am. I'm holding on to it now for 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 role play purposes because. I'm a fucking prince. But once we get into it, I'm gonna give it to you. Keep you alive. These are some pretty good stats. Like, yeah, yeah, no. The, you, you are you are all going down as depending on how well you do with, with the roleplay, you are all going down as an exploratory expeditionary force into an into an even more hostile than normal underdark. They want you to be prepared. I have built myself to be very tanky. So, double what, tank. What does it protect whoever's wearing it, or it just fall, or falls the orders whoever's wearing it? Follow orders, but it also provides a plus two AC if you are attacked within uh, five feet of the of the thing. Um, it can spell. It can store spells. Store spells. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's the big thing. That's really I don't nice. need that as much as you do. And it also self heals. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty tight. Jeez. Like its its AC isn't that great, but it also auto heals. Nice. And it can also, yeah. Half of any of the damage the wearer takes, rounded up, is transferred to the guardian, oh. or it is bound. Um, like I am, I'm kind of the tank, but you're the healer. 
You, you are a priority. <laughs> because keeping you alive keeps all of us alive. I wonder if I could, like, dump a revivify in there in case. Yeah, understands any commands given in any language but cannot speak. Has blind sight up to 10 feet and dark vision up to 60. My new goal is to teach it how to speak. I mean, it's just Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for the, making this a de facto Transformers fanfic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Works for me. Josh Mason would be proud. He would. So we shouldn't do it then. <laughs> I'm right. talking about. He's a cinematic genius. <laughs> that hurt me to say. I'm sorry. Take two points of psychic damage. Not your character. You. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, it's going to be easy enough for you to get whatever attire you want to get for a fancy dinner party. Um, or you may not want to do anything particularly that drastic. Like, Char is just going to wear more or less a, a nicer, less travel version of her new normal attire. Um, though with lots of prominent, like, symbols of Illicitrahi to show. Not a worshipper of Lolf. Uh, in fact, she actually does take time to, like, paint stuff on her arms and on her legs that are just the holy symbol of Illicitrahi over and over again. Um, Largo will get his robe freshly cleaned and very lightly perfumed because he's self-conscious about maybe like any residual stank on there. Yeah. Yeah, you gonna dress fancy? Press to digitate. To remove the perfume? No, to remove the poop. Oh, remove the poop. <laughs> it's a constant problem. I mean, when people are dying, you know. <laughs> When you're okay. taking care of other Thank people, you. you get body fluids on you. That's just how it works. I mean, I, I you got me when I was coming back from court. Yeah. So, cool. I got so, it on me. You're so in your courtly attire. You look amazing. Yeah, like just by default. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I have to? Asking Char. You can. Thank you. You wear what you think will be most Im- most useful okay. for impressing people to help. Thank us. you. I think looking like I know what I'm doing at my job would impress people. Okay. So, no. Okay. I can help you find something that has both form and function. This has very a lot of function, though. I can help you find something that is more functional than form, but will still help. Like what? I don't know, like a cool, like... Like tearaway skirt that you can just surprise people, so it's like a surprise attack, but you're not like jumping out of the shadows. You can you, have I your, got my cloak though, I don't need a skirt. Do you want to wear a do you want to wear a skirt? Not really. Okay. I, mean, I don't I don't, I don't think idea. I don't think skirts are more his or really his thing. Oh I forgot your character was a dude, I'm sorry. Yes, no, it's okay. I could um put my hood down and comb my hair. Yes, we can do that. Okay. Just looking a little bit more presentable. Okay, and then I can put my hood back up after that. Yes, we can do that too. Hooray! <laughs> so yeah, you all do your best to look as nice as possible. 
uh, an hour. At this point, with how you are in Gauntlegrim, um, it's like 8 o'clock at night. It's a, it's a very late dinner, as you see various emissaries of the different factions show up. Um, a lot of dwarven nobles. Uh, smoke kind of comes up with his arms crossed and starts pointing people out for who you need to talk to. Um, there's Sir Lanivar uh, Strail of the, of the Order of the Gauntlet, uh, follower of Tyr, Paladin, your typical lawful good, Crusader ready to do some crusading. This is both a good thing and potentially a bad thing, I suppose. What alignment is everybody? Neutral. Neutral good. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> Char's chaotic good, so that will count for it. Marionette? Um, I'm torn between chaotic good and neutral good. Okay. Um, chaotic good because she genuinely tries to do what she believes is right. Mm-hmm. That might not always come across. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Cool. So chaotic neutral and good. Just... Yeah. That whole that whole quadrant. Cool. Nice. Good. Um, cool. Well, talk with him enough, and I think most of you will be able to reasonably convince him that your goal is good with helping. Um, Question. Answer. I'm very blunt and I'm told I have very stunted social skills and would be bad at talking to people. Well, maybe don't talk with everything. The Lord's Alliance representative. He's stuffy. Oh, I've got that one. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not... I'm not much of a talker. I usually persuade people by just rattling the donation can at them. They see the they see the red twine and they're like, oh, you know, gotta Yeah, no, that's fair. You know. I don't actually know what that means, to be honest. The red twine? Oh, um and he holds up his hands and they're you can see they're wrapped with red twine. It's um it's a it's a little bit outdated but still common symbol of a of the goddess circle mater. Lord of Mercy, the Broken God. It looks like blood. Broken God. <clears throat> um, it is it's supposed to be intestines. It's kind of falling out of favor in the modern day, you can imagine, but it. Um, Why intestines? Yeah, those don't look anything like intestines. We've what? seen so much of them. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's supposed to be symbolic of getting your hands dirty in the service of your. Oh, did you want your hands dirty? We can do that. No, 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 no. Um, people we can get you actual intestines if that would be better. I don't we'll think that would be better for a dinner party that at is all. Probably not think... wise. No, 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 no. Interesting. Oh, I thought authenticity was supposed to be a yeah. good thing. Come on, Reggie, you know better. Uh, smoke actually brings up then that 
Lex just ignores you. <laughs> Zank just ignores you. Uh, it looks like you're very confused. I I am not this Reggie and oh, I, right, I know right, lots right. of things. <clears throat> Zink, gotcha. So anyway, it may be best for you as a practical native of the Underdark to speak with uh, Morista, uh, representative of the Emerald Enclave. So you can. What do they do? They are preservers of nature, which the Underdark is a part of the natural world. So it would logically make sense that appealing to that sensibility. They're creatures of beauty in the Underdark, correct? Yeah, like displacer beasts. Yes. And I'm sure of others as well. And Char like... Do they like displacer beasts? Well, Char like nods a lot with the, to that. Uh, because, you know, she always sees the Underdark as if it's bright as daylight down there. Right. So it's, she thinks it's beautiful. Do they like displacer uh, beasts? I believe they like all creatures. Okay, I'll just I'll just bring Velkin then. Velkin? Yeah, he's my friend. He was my first friend. I, he looks around and, like, does not see. There's only the I'll, I'll call him when it's time. Of you. Don't worry about it. I'll call him when it's time. Very well. And that just leaves the Zentarum, who will be probably the easiest to convince to help. Who's the representative? Their representative is Davra Jasser. You just need to convince them that it is in their financial interest to assist. And Smoke just kind of nods his like, oh, that'll be easy to do. You can, all you have to do is just tell them that if they don't get their shit together you're gonna lose a lot of money yeah okay and Zank just kind of turns I do not understand the need of of gathering feces it's a phrase anyway your voice is familiar too (sighs) my brain feels itchy scratchy scratchy I've popped up on occasion in a few places. Mm-hmm. Used to be the White Staff of Waterdeep. That was cool. That was fun. That was about a hundred years ago. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I figured. Well, I think trial, uh should be relatively easy, especially between you and me. Order of the Gauntlet. I can handle Erevin. You've got Marissa. Emerald Enclave. Yep. Uh, and that leaves Devra. And Erevin. Oh. With an, Lord's uh, Alliance. Yeah, it's an old ticket. Oh, okay. Um, that leaves Devra. Centaur. Centaur. I can take that. I can take Devra. I mean, they are a person who, they are, they are, as they are discovered or discussed, they are ruthless and have a strong desire for making more money for the Zentarum through the Underdark, which does happen. If they 
if they need any proof. Um, I, I came down here in part because I encountered a merchant who was injured uh, on his way back from the Underdark. I'm sure they'd be interested in keeping trade as strong as they can. Same goes for the Lord's Alliance, in fact. I can talk to someone. Uh, you wanna... Say, you wanna take the lead on the Irving? Okay. Well, damn, bro. Doesn't matter. Either. Samuel. One, two, three, four. I'll declare thumb more. Five, six, seven, eight. I'll forget the rest of this. I believe it's some. It, it's 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 a different version of. A more skill based version of uh, Boulder Parchment Shears. It's an ancient form of ritual combat. It's averted a great <laughs> amount of bloodshed. What's the goal? I believe to pen to the other's thumb. Other? Yeah, to pen the other's thumb. Oh. Okay. For I'll an extended care. period of time. Okay. I'll take care of it. You take the other one. Okay. Um, which one's which? Uh, Deborah's this in turn. Hey, don't let them try to buy you or sell you. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to, like, kill all of them. Okay, yeah, that'd be... We should it. definitely avoid that. That would be bad. Yeah. That, like, while this is going, like, Bruner's, like, welcoming each guest. He's very loud. And like announces like everyone's name in his big booming Scottish voice, so that like, you know who is who. Um, he's very loud. You probably would be happy that he's not coming with you. Very extraordinarily so. Like to be fair, he's like a level twenty character, but yeah, for sure. But like, still. If you take the lead on Strail, I'll back you up. Yeah. Yes. I thought we were handling the Irvin. Am I mistaken? Strail was the, the order of the gun to go. Oh, very well. Uh, I don't know if I should have the lead. I'm happy to provide support. Um, it's, it's like I said, I think uh, people who don't already have a feeling that they uh, need a little good karma. Um, I tend not to do well except in those situations. That's fair, never mind. Forget what I just said. Alive. Gotcha. But I'll 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 happily be there. I think people like to see a man of the cloth around. It gives an air of legitimacy to things. Um Okay. So I'll happily assist. Okay. Why? Why what? Does it give an air of legitimacy? Um I think most people understand that Omater has all of our best interests at heart. It's well known that where uh, and you speak for him. He speaks to me. Okay. In a, in a manner of speaking, I, I um <clears throat> I've never been in the presence, except in the sort of grand way that we're all in the presence. You you understand that? We'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. I'm still learning about. Just um, if I, I know strength. I know strength. If I can't 
If I cast Enhance Ability mm -hmm. on, uh, at fifth level, can I give mm -hmm. the three of them um, Eagle Splendor? The target has advantage on Charisma checks. Uh, does it upcast like that? Um, yes. Uh, when you cast a spell yep. using spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature for each slot above second level. Cool. And what level are you casting it at? Fifth level, so three so, of them. Second level, third level, fourth level, fifth level. Oh, I don't know how to count, so... Is your character charism charismatic? Uh, she has a plus two, but she's not going to be... I, I'm not going to have her do the talking. Uh, then the four of us. Cool. Hey, nice. Nice. Sorry. What does that give us? Some um, you have advantage on charisma checks. Okay. Um, Excellent. And she's just going to cast that whenever we go off to cool. do Thank that. You. It'll last for an hour. It'll last for the party. Yeah. Warthon's going to need that shit. Our, our actual objective is to convince them to... Help. Help. What does that look like? Uh, pledging support in some way... Uh, supplies, manpower, uh, whatever they are able to give. Ideally, something that could be useful in an expedition to into the Underdark to figure this problem out and potentially fix it without having to come back to the surface to get more help. If we, if we had something like a wish list, how can I put this delicately? If someone could just give us a big handful of very fine diamonds, that would be good. But I can appreciate that that's a bit of an ask. Diamonds? Okay. Gold, I imagine, for resurrection spells? Very high quality diamonds in particular. Uh, Smoke kind of looks at Zinc and just kind of turns... We can talk to Bruner. I'd be grateful. About that. Possible. Are we going to get rations? Or do I have to forage? You will be supplied with stuff, but at some point you probably will need to forage. Okay. So I can take care of like 10 ish people. Yeah, we're, we're going to supply you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to worry about it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, anything else that we need to be asking for specifically? I'm assuming all the standard adventuring kit will be supplied, climbing stuff, all that. Anything you would reasonably need for an expedition into the Underdark will be supplied. Right. Is it reasonable to say additional magical support in case of scholarly shit that we're likely to run into? Because I don't understand anything about uh, the gods coming up and demons. When you mention that some scrolls might be very helpful. I don't know if anyone has anything in particular they'd be interested in getting their hands on. Maybe, or, or magical potions, water breathing. Healing potions would be good. Healing potions, always a great help. Most of that, Zinxa, can be handled by Brunner as well as any of my... Any of the Harpers. Very good. What we are short on is the unique talents of those gathered here and manpower. I see. Okay, so this is mostly just to raise an army. 
Raise a force, yes. Okay. Army is a strong word. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, you go out to the party. We're gonna do. We're gonna do this like one, one mark at a time. Um, we'll we'll start with uh, Sir uh, Sir Strail, Strail, Uh And he's a gruff-looking, see, uh, human, gray beard, short gray hair. Uh, he showed up to this party in his nicest armor uh, that does still have a few dents in a few places. Uh, meaning it has definitely, it and he have definitely seen some action. And so he's just, he's there talking with uh, a few of the, uh, a few a few of the other members of the Order of the Gauntlet. Uh, just kind of like chatting with them as, Who's taking lead? Who, who are going to be the main ones talking to him? Yeah. Yeah, you and who else? I will, I will assist. Cool. Um, I can get Bardic Inspiration. Cool. I'm going to change our colors. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so the three of you approach. Oh. Hi. Is Strail, Sir, Sir Strail, he puts out his hand, shakes. Crown shakes. Prince Yagyu Miyamoto, uh, Crown uh, Prince of Kozakul. Oh, you're quite a ways from home, aren't you? Indeed. Heard the call for aid, and here we are. Uh. I wanted to see if the Order of Gauntlet would be willing to provide additional support beyond you simply being here. Well, it's... He kind of, like, ponders for a bit. Bruner's told us a bit about what's been going on, and you're, you're, yeah, you, correct? It's correct. You, he had mentioned that you and a few of your friends had been in the Underdark when this was happening. It's correct. We encountered most of it uh, on our way out as we were heading towards Gontelgrim. Mm-hmm. And what, what exactly is it that you saw? I'm just going to recount everything that I... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you do, he's, he kind of like pauses you when you mention Demogorgon. Like you had mentioned the Vrocks that showed up that led to the prison break. And he's like, entering, he's like, okay. And then when you mention Demogorgon, he kind of like pauses you and is just like, a demon lord in the Underdark. Yes. We saw it destroy the town of Slubladop, um, primarily inhabited by. The Kuatoa. Hmm. He kind of looks over and a uh, follower of Ilmater is also participating in this endeavor? Yes, sir. I uh, was serving in the church in... Um, oh my goodness, my brain... Uh, Waterdeep, excuse me. No, I almost want to say Neverwinter. Um... In Waterdeep, um, a, a merchant who had returned from uh, trade with the Deep Gnomes came seeking her aid, and his wounds had a definite infernal taint to them. So I have no reason to 
doubt these new companions of mine, um, and I've seen firsthand evidence that what they're saying could be true. This will need to be a more quiet and subtle mission, I believe. Marching a whole military force into the Underdark would raise some alarms for any of the kingdoms down there. What about a precision strike force then? Kind of nods. It's probably the most prudent of actions. Good mind for the military. I served here a long time ago. This is the second siege of Gontelgrim that I've had to survive. Yeah. He just kind of smiles at you and nods. I can send five of my best knights. And he kind of like gestures to the to those behind him. Thora, Zillrian, Olaf, Elias, Tamron. I'm going to be going with them. Sir. And... I'll be staying behind to, in case things get worse or even worse, you fail. But in my own way, I would like to at least participate. And he reaches down and he pulls out a warhammer, uh, a plus two warhammer. Not sure if this will be of any good to any of you specifically, but it's good at cracking demon skulls. Is that something you can Um, probably would have come up in conversation before now that uh, Largo is, has a strong emotional attachment to his spear. Well, <laughs> good what? thing I've still got this bag from Jawa. <laughs> yep, good old Jawa. Good old Jawa. <laughs> I miss Jawa. Is he coming to? You know, he's somewhere in the party, just kind of like peeks up from the table. Pummel. Grabs a piece of He's just been staying in Gauntlegrim this whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Still doesn't know common. Yep. Well, congratulations. You have five veterans of the gauntlet. Let me send you... Give me a second. Nope, wrong button. At some point, I will make um, like actual note cards or get actual photocopies of these. Uh, but for now, there you go. Could I also sue for? Perhaps a unit of recently inducted recruits as they can function as a rear guard and this can be a training mission for them. As overseen by our five veterans. Give me give me a persuasion roll. And you get advantage. You get advantage. And bardic inspiration. I'm assuming you more or less phrase it like that of yeah. you know, some recruits with... Yep. Yeah. That's still good. That's not bad. 
Um, 19 plus 4 is 23. 23. Um, if I need to, I will also... Uh do guidance. Oh wait, no, that is also concentration, my bad. Yep, no, don't worry about it. Um, well, the the reaction one isn't. Oh. Uh, but it succeeds anyway. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Uh, yes. I will make stats for them later. Uh, but yeah, uh, you're going to get 20. Um, of these squires, essentially. Like, that's their rank. Uh, new recruits, they are... They will be under... They will be under the command of the veterans, uh, which, who is in command of the veterans, that's going to be up to y'all to figure out. Cool. Alright. Yeah, we can... It'll be good for some of the lads and lasses to get some good practical experience and who knows? Might come away with some interesting stories and a better sense of our mission. We'll do what we can to keep them off the front line. What? Nothing. If they survive. If they survive. <laughs> we'll do what we can to keep them off the front line. Sounds good. Mm. New recruits. Recent recruits. Recent recruits. Not fresh. Some that have received training. Know what they're doing. I vow I'll do everything in my power to bring them all back to you in one piece tonight. Thank you. To be fair, they know what kind of work they are get they have signed up for, but I appreciate the effort to keep them alive. Well, we shall certainly see you all off in the morning then. And then he goes back to chatting with his with his men. Um, with some definitely increased drinking since they are all gonna be heading out. Uh, since the rest of them are gonna be heading out soon. Alright. Next is the Emerald Enclave with Morris. Who's taking that one? Oh boy, here we go. Uh, I will gladly help. Let's do it. <sighs> Just kind of sitting there, uh, not talking really with anyone. Uh, you see a dwarven woman uh, just kind of sitting, just with a, with a big stein. Um, Drinking from it. Occasionally, you'll see like a little creature, critter, like a like a rat, squirrel, some other critter will just like hop up onto the table. She'll lean down, like they're whispering into her ear, hand them like a nut or a little bit of cheese, and then they'll scurry off, and then just drink. I will come over with another stein and a little bit of cheese in my hand. And I will sit down, I will hand her the stein, and I will give cheese to whichever little rodent or whatever is there. So that's down. Hmm. Not bad. You wanna... Burner sends you over here. Unless you're talking to him for. This is a damn foolish mission. Takes another swig. Well, not much choice. Demon lords and whatnot. 
That's true. And if we don't stop him now, we're all dead. I've already sent one of my best scouts under, into the Underdark and they haven't come back. Yeah, but it's super dangerous down here. I know. That's why I think it'd be better to have the fight up here. At least then, we're not fighting the environment and the demon lords. Oh, well, I mean, I know the environment, so I can teach everybody. You spent a lot of time in the Underdark? I was born down here. I totally grew up. I've only, I've only been on the surface for, like, a year. To be fair, you are not currently in the Underdark. Gontalgrim is not in the Underdark. Gotcha. It's, 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 it's underground because it's Dwarven okay, City, gotcha. but, it, but it's not the Underdark. Gotcha. I mean, I, I was born down there, and I lived... I mean, I've only been up above for a year. Yeah. The rest of it was down. Oh. Interesting. So, like... What was it like down there? Because I haven't heard of many... Mm. Human... I haven't heard of many humans who have well, been able to thrive down there. Well, I got real good at killing stuff, and I got really good at sneaking around. And you kind of need those skills in order to survive on your own. Mm. So. Interesting. Uh, I mean, everything's dangerous, but you know everything's dangerous, so. As long as you keep that in mind, it's hard to get surprised by anything. You know, that's weirdly... If you assume everything's going to kill you, then it's harder for them to take you by surprise. And you're almost always right. The dragon god was okay, though. He gave me a nice bow. And I point to it on my back. My dragon wing bow. Okay. And there are some really cool things out there. I mean, look, and I conjure my Displacer Beast friend. <laughs> this is Velkin. He was my first friend. She kind of, like, startles a bit. And, like, a few other people, ah, but, like, you know, when they see the Displacer Beast yeah. not attacking anybody. He was my first friend. Can I pet him? He yeah. sniffs your hand. Can I pet and him? And it, like, allows a chin scratchy. Can I pet him? Let him sniff you first. He sniffs your hand very, and then rubs up against your hand. He's a very handsome boy. Good. He's awesome. My mom killed his mom, and I found out that he was actually a thing, and so I took over and took care of him. That was good of you to do. Well, when you kill a mother without knowing that she has cups, it's your responsibility to take care of the cups. That's why Shar takes care of me. Oh, good. Oh. She was involved in an attack that ended up killing my mom. Or dragging her down to the Underdark, which is where she died. Ah. Uh, After having me, obviously, raising her. Yes, yes. So Char's in charge of She's good, though. She's not... Yeah, she kind of like looks over, and you see Char... She hates Loth. She likes dancing naked with Moonlight instead. Oh, uh, Elsa Train. Yeah. I can tell. And she sees all, like, the symbols yeah. painted on, and, like, that she's just wearing... She's great. It's just screaming, does not worship Loth. <laughs> yeah. Roll me a persuasion with advantage, because you have the... Well, I already have... Oh, yeah, I have the advantage. Yeah. Um, bardic inspiration. What does that give me? A D8. Yeah. Ooh. That's a dirty 20. So that is 21. Nice. 
That does it. I'm surprised I don't have negative persuasion or charisma. <clears throat> that does it, though. Cool. She's kind of lost. I'm like, all right, we can... I sent one scout down there, and they didn't make it back. I'm hoping that three might be a little bit better. Oh, um... Could you give us four? Then they can go in pairs and keep each other alive. Well, I can't... And also, if one of them dies, the other one has a chance of coming back and actually telling us what killed them. Pairs are better. I don't have a fourth available that I can spare right now. But I do have... Something better? Come with me. Where? To the stables. Why? To see something I think you'll like. What is it? That would ruin the surprise. Do you want them to Most surprises are deadly. You're not in the Underdark. No, but I'm dangerously close. Come on, lad. It, like, leaves you. Okay, but, like, if you try to... And I say this very loudly. Okay, but if you try to kill me, Velkin is going to rip you to shreds. And I follow. And then you just hear Velkin go, like, purring at the idea. Yeah. So me and Velkin go, are you coming? Or are you staying here? I can come. Cool. Um... Leads you down to the stables of Gauntle Grim. There are eight. Uh, eight giant riding lizards. Oh, fuck yeah. Are they quiet? Uh, when they move, yes. When they start yelling at each other, no. But they will only but they only yell at each other when, you know, they want to. They can be quiet when they when you want them to be. But they can also be pretty loud and distracting when you want them to be. Okay. Because, you know, lizard. And one of them goes... <laughs> but then another one you hear just stick to the wall mm-hmm. onto the ceiling. Like, no sound at all. And then... Yeah. That's a deal. One for each of... I believe one for each of your companions and my scouts. They're not as fast as horses, but... Horses would be terrible down in the Underdark. But they're more mobile. This is much better. And, like, they are. They are, they, are, they are lizards the size of a horse that can also climb onto walls. Can they take down spiders? Uh, depends on how big, you're, big of a spider you're talking about. I mean... Which, actually, I'm gonna... It's down there, so, you know. Big. Right. Bigger than you. Bigger than me. Uh, Maybe bigger than them. Arguably not as dangerous as a giant spider, but with a rider on their back, probably as dangerous as a giant spider. Okay. I put it at a one-to-one ratio of rider and lizard versus spider. That's doable. It depends on your rider. I'm sure some of you are more dangerous than any of my scouts. Though the idea would be to not get into a fight with a giant spider. Well, that happens. I mean, it does. You just can't avoid it. You just don't want to be try to have it not happen. Well, obviously you try to sneak past them, but like, when you're with a group of over almost a hundred people, it's just gonna happen. You're not gonna have a hundred. She's, you're not gonna have a hundred people. That's not, that's too much. It is too much. I really hope we don't have, they said like, just, they said a little less than a hundred. I think a hundred at most is what you could expect. I don't want a hundred, that's too many. Here is stats for the giant riding lizards you are all going to have. 
stuff. And I'll also get pictures for the uh, scouts. And the scouts' names are Brim, Thargus, and Gris Griswalla. A human, a halfling, and a dwarf. Cool. This is a very NPC-heavy module. It is, yes. I don't have a problem with that. I just... It of is. all the modules I've seen. This is very NPC heavy. You are correct. Gotta have all those uh, potential romance options available. <laughs> all of them are romanceable. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 got nothing on this. <laughs> all right, that takes care. So next is either Lord's Alliance or the Zentaran. I forgot which one I was. There's so Zentaran. many names. Dever. There are, yeah. What's his shtick? Financial motivation. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Probably the worst character for that one. Oh well. Uh, so, Lord Erevin Hond of the Lord's Alliance. He is a Water Davian Lord. Oh. Uh, Roman history check, actually. Mm. Ten. Uh, you've heard of him. You know he. You know he is a lord in Waterdeep, but you don't really. You haven't heard much of his reputation, really. Okay. <clears throat> As a noble, might I also? Oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. Roll it. He's not really in your circle per se, though. I also got a ten. So. Yeah, you've heard of him. I'm guessing that the guidance is only a D4, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Guidance. 11. <laughs> <laughs> that did it. <laughs> I don't know why the music cut out. Uh, I can take a lead with Han if someone wants to back me up. I can. Okay. Um, I don't think you want me backing you up for the more delicate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, level a ten for that one, just as Philip ever said, Wardy. Yep. Cool. So he's kind of just sitting there. He is a half elf, from what you can tell, uh, very much enjoying the food. Uh, like he's got like he has a table pretty much all to himself with some attendants there, but like the whole thing is for him. Because he's like just reaching across. None of them are eating. <coughs> he's just like chatting with them. Almost like he's holding court himself here in Bruner's actual court. What uh, What is he again? Um, Count. Uh, oh. uh, just Lord. Lord. He, he has a water. He has a water Davian lord. Meaning he's lord. he is a noble. He is in charge of a part of the city. Um, probably has some decent financial holdings and whatnot. And he's. Um, ah, yes, yeah, some of some of uh, Bruner's cohorts and friends. He's he's already made the sales pitch to me. I'm sorry, not not particularly interested. 
Ah, well, I'm sure that he talked to you about uh, the importance of this for the Lord's Alliance at large. Yes? I, I, mean, I don't see how the Underdark tearing itself apart is of relevance to us here on the surface. Oh. If anything, it might be more to our benefit to have less drow raids on our people and less Dwergar uh, goods coming in. You know, that does make sense. Lord, um, Lord Hond, right? Yes. Erevin yes, Hond. And you are? Crown Prince Yagyu Miyamoto of Kozakur. Oh, you're quite a ways from home and Crown Prince. He just kind of like bows honor, like respectfully. Well, thank you for that. Um, out of curiosity, were you alive when Gontelgrim was raided this most recent time? 1462, I believe. How many years ago was that? I legitimately have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what year it is right now. I just know that it it was. In I think it's ninety. I think it's fourteen ninety two currently. Thirty years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yes, he would have been alive. Uh, like he he looks like he's a he looks like he's in his forties, which as a half elf means he's probably in his like sixties. And so he's just. I had yes, I I, I had heard of it. Yes, terrible business. Terrible business. Right. Um, and I'm sure you, you heard about how Bruno led his people to victory. Yes, yes. It was, the, the bards still sing of it to this day. I was one of those people. Ah. Yeah, they, uh, they well, happened thank to... Thank you for your contri- contribution. Well, don't thank me. I uh, just, you know, the, the defense and all the things that we had to do to make sure that um, the bards sang about us. It managed to do quite well for me as far as uh, my political career. If you get my meaning. Hmm. Everyone does like a war hero. I was already emissary, and you're born into your princely duties no matter what, but the respect of the people, that's something that goes a long, long way. Hmm. What are you proposing exactly? Because I, I, I am not much for, much of a fighting man myself. I, I've had some dueling lessons, certainly, uh, as any self-respecting Lord of Waterdeep has. But uh, of course, of course. But you are a man of influence and capital. Is that right? Uh, yes, quite. And you could probably muster up some forces at your at your will. Some, yes. Some is some is enough. It doesn't need to be a whole army or anything, but mm-hmm. perhaps uh, a contingent. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, if word got around that the Lord Erevin Hond of Waterdeep, is that right? Yes. Of Waterdeep was instrumental in the defense of Gontelgrim in this siege from demons, I'm sure that that could be very, very useful in the future. Could. Especially with a talented bard singing your song. Hello. And the word of a crown prince agreeing with it. Hmm. Roll persuasion. With advantage because of Bardic inspiration. Eagle Splendor and receive a Bardic Inspiration. Ha! 
Yeah. Inspiration. <laughs> oh, you're using one of your inspirations. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Super, super advantage. My God! What? Wow. What the fuck? Wow! <laughs> Did you roll like three ones? I rolled two ones. Oh. I rolled snake eyes. Can I inspiration that again? No, only once per roll. All right, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You buttered him up a lot. The DC's pretty low. <laughs> oh. My God. Motherfucker. Um, Was I guidanced? Guidance. <laughs> can, can you stack guidance? I have guidance. Uh, Shit. Uh, <laughs> you can't stack Jesus. it. You can't, Come use, on. you can't use guidance. You can't stack it. Come on, we need that four. <laughs> another one. Three. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. It's still, it's still like not the worst. All right, three, five, eight. Okay, sixteen. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Oh, you you went yes, good. Jesus nice. Christ. Um, <laughs> with, with with how well you had buttered him up, you had lowered the DC from fifteen to ten to get his basic support. Twenty to fifteen to get his full support. Hey. Um, so he will provide you with. Um, Basically, uh, his honor guard, which are, are five dwarven guards, uh, which I will send the stats for here in a bit, as well as three spies, and his, and he's going to send a regiment of his uh, house guards. Uh, I say a regiment. I don't know how much it would actually be. Uh, it just says a group. Um, it's it's going to be another ten. Uh, ten guards. Guards. Yeah. Guards. Just guards. Five dwarven, three spies, three guards. Cool. Yep. Ten guards. Yes. Roger that. Cool. Unless it's the Zentarium. Which I will get the pictures for the stats of the, uh, the dudes. And this is the dude that, like, just wants money? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll let you do. Cool. You offer your support for five gold pieces. <laughs> I can make you five gold pieces richer. <laughs> Joke's on you, I've done it for two. <laughs> Would you like to tell your story of the merchant? I will happily. Great. I think that will be necessary. So, yeah. So, next is Davra. Human, female, everyone is avoiding her because they know she's part of the Zentarum. And she just kind of has this aura of beautiful deadliness, uh, like a fine, well-crafted blade. And she's just kind of sitting there off to the side, um, flipping through essentially just business a business ledger. Music keep coming in. Okay, there it goes. Hello. Hello, can I help you? Um, yes. I forgot the dude's name. Uh, her, her name is Davra. Wait. Bruner? Bruner? Yeah. The yes. king? There yes. are so many names there being are, thrown yeah. at me. I... There are. There are. Uh, Bruner's the most important one. I will keep you all the other I will keep the other NPCs relevant as they are, or introduced and relevant as they are. Cool. Um, yeah. um, 
Bruner uh, wanted uh, us to have a word with you about support for the Underdark, or support for the Underdark mission. All right. Um, have a seat. I would like to talk. Oh, thank you. I would like to talk with you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of like starts like surveying you, like almost like she's appraising you of like, how much can I sell you for? Like she doesn't say that out loud, but that's definitely like she's not trying to hide that she is literally evaluating you. Yeah. Go on. Um, and something that you might find interesting, uh, my friend. Largo, brother Largo, if you like. She's um, kind of like nods. He brother. had a patient recently. Would you like to explain? Well, I imagine he's a follower of Ilmater. I'm sure he gets lots of patients. Quite right, but I haven't seen one like this in. He was a merchant. Yes, uh, returning from the Underdark, a dwarf by the name of Ogden. He reported being attacked by some sort of plant abomination returning from a trip to trade with the Deep Gnomes. The wound was not healing well and had been infested with some kind of demonic taint. You can imagine... <laughs> I wasn't, because that's not the context. Something, something, uh, uh, Demogorgon, Demogorgon's demonic taint. <laughs> that's a Cards Against Humanity card now. All right, all right. Um, uh, I have, I have concerns if this situation continues to worsen trade between the surface and the Underdark might be impacted severely. We've already lost contact with Mental Dareth. Um, if you would like uh, for if you're able to provide us with some support we could always go on a detour to see what happened there and when we come back oh we can tell you what happened. I or do, aid them. I can do you one better. If anyone has been... We have an agent. And she starts kind of like flipping through. Who has been... Investigating this for us. For a little under a year. His name is... Gazrin Dulok. Human. A bit of a weasel. But very good at finding information. He's in Mental Dareth. He might actually have a good lead for you. And if you can promise to help get Mental Dareth up and running, maybe even more solidly under Zentarum control. I can supply you with some help. Um, who else would be going after control of? The Drow, the Dwergar, the Deep Gnomes. Mental Dareth, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, is a neutral 
in the Underdark. A place for trade without fear of cultural biases getting in the way. No, no one's prejudice when your coin is just as good as everyone else's. As long as uh, that idea remains your intent, I gladly will. Certainly. I can supply eight of my men for this endeavor. Uh, do they have any specialties? They're very good at... They're very good at hitting things. They're more your smash-and-grab kind of thugs. Less delicate, but good in a fight. And I like to fight dirty. Sounds good to me. Um, and she turns to... Largo. Largo and Yagyu. Anything of basically just asking them if they want to ask for anything else. If we were to push, uh, mental, mental Dareth. Mental Dareth, yeah. If we were to put mental Dareth more firmly in the control of the Zentarum, what exactly are you thinking as far as providing aid or assets? We might start to send more support once we had a. Greater foothold in the area. What does more support look like? Supplies, people. One thing that I know you're good at, probably better than anybody else here, is transport. Um, you have access to ley lines that the rest of them don't. Can we rely on uh, the usage of those routes? That would provide getting Mental Dareth firmly under your control a bit easier, in addition to our actual mission. Roll me Persuasion. With advantage. Bardic Inspiration. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> ah, now I'm gonna fuck it up! Yeah, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it, anyway. Um... Well, find out what your result is. Got, it works if you fail. Um, 24, 25. Yeah, you don't fail. Um, here. As she reaches down, pulls out um, what looks... It, it's basically symbols of the Zentarum, which is a... It's a dragon plunging down. It's It's... This symbol, a dragon plunging down oh. towards a stone. Um, if you can make outposts and put this, we can find them and use them as beacons for travel. If you can do that, we can easily help supply you from our ley lines. The problem is once you plant these, that's where they stay. And she hands you five. Uprooting it undoes the magic. 
So okay. make sure that you have picked a good location. What would you describe as a good location? Some place that other people probably won't fuck with. Um, I can even speak with Bruner. and might be able to send some Gauntlegrim dwarves down to secure these outposts. Or some of my own people. But something that gives a bit more of a foothold for you. And a bit safer, if not safe, places to be. Great. <clears throat> I feel like it probably has come up in the discussions in character, but if not, then I guess she's probably a good person to talk to yeah. about it. What What is the sort of, for lack of a better word, like operational area that we're dealing with? How many days would it take to walk from one end to the other of the area we're expecting to deal with? The entire Underdark. Isn't that like across the planet? <laughs> across Faerun, yeah. Oh, shit. Like okay. you're, you're dealing with an area roughly the size of a country. Ah! Okay. <laughs> um, as far as like total mass... Uh, it, it has tunnels, it folds in on itself, it moves all around. Um, so, like, I mean, you can go for days in a single tunnel that then opens up into a cavern that will take weeks to cross. Right. Oh, boy. But good. Have fun. I look forward to getting business back on track soon. So at that, um, hey, before before everybody leaves, huddle up real fast. Yeah. Can any of you cast Fireball? That was like really useful, <laughs> but Cleo's not here. Eventually the bard can. Yeah. Um, let's see when I can do that. Burning hands, both those great. No, okay. I have something fire. Um. I'm just thinking we're gonna encounter lots of creepy crawlies again, and then they got webs, and then webs go. Remember that time the clear almost killed us? Good times. <laughs> I think like there was a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. I expect if we had a discretionary budget we could probably acquire something that would fill that gap here in town or in the city that would be nice so as y'all are huddled up and talking who has the highest passive perception probably you um i don't know uh shars is shars oh shars is 18 23 oh Clearly. Right, you took, okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. My favorite feat, Observant. Nice. That is a, that's a good one. And I am a bard druid. <laughs> a drard. Yeah. A druid. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you thought I wouldn't give you shit? You hear, you're the first one to hear it. There's a Bubbling sound. Uh, Gontelgrim is built similar to Gracklestug, but like where Gracklestug was like all harsh and and ruthlessly efficient, this is more 
epic, heroic, grand, but the, the general structure is still the same. It's a forge city. And so there are vents and things that lead down to what you assume is like the source of the fires, whatever Gauntlegrim's alternate for Thunderjaw is. Chamber thawed. Yes. No. Um, you've probably actually heard of it, yeah, you, um, and that you've been here before and you've helped fight and defend the city, or fight for and defend the city. Uh, let me find where it's at. There we go. Um, uh, Megara, a, a primordial fire elemental uh, that generally just sleeps at the bottom of Gauntlegrim, but occasionally will, you know, wake up, cause a little bit of trouble, may need to be put back to sleep, uh, and more just grumpy than actually aggressive. You hear coming from the vents nearby. As one of them, and the first one to notice this is uh, Marionette. Just a column of fire shoots out. And then spreads, and people scream, panic, flee uh, out of the way. Bruner starts like yelling for the guards to come, and he you know, looks around, realizing he doesn't have his battle hammer. I give him uh, the one for sale. Yep. Cool. Uh, as I'm going to say, you do you do have your gear with you. Um, See, this is why I didn't want to dress up. This would as three fire elementals land, roar, uh, and in their red flame flaming bodies, you see traces of purple. And their eyes have a strange pulsing glow that matches that purple. Roll for initiative! Right, I don't need to roll Shard has, anymore. Shard has 20. Uh, 24. Nice. Damn. 11. 15. 24 as well. Go first. Cool. All right. Cool. You're a ranger, right? Yes. Okay, major. You go first. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, turn order then is Veldrin, Yagyu, Shar, Fireman Elemental A. Um, I didn't want to say Daphne. Um, which is Marionette. Yeah, Marionette. Marionette, Largo. And then the other two fire elementals. So, Veldrin, go! Bonus action Hunter's Mark. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, trying to reacquaint myself. So, Dread Ambush, I got my extra attack at the beginning, the first turn, and then my actual extra turn. So, I got three attacks. Go. Uh, okay. We'll just try to shoot the one fire elemental. Well, that sucks. Uh, does a 14 hit? It does. Does a 24 hit? It does. And does a 26 hit? Yes. Cool. Um, Alright, so first one is... This is with your magic bow, correct? This is with my dragon wing bow, yeah. Okay, so I get cool. the extra second damage. So first attack is going to be an extra d8. d6, so psychic. And... Did you do Hunter's Mark? I did. 
So okay. that's another D6, yeah. Correct. Okay. Just trying to, it's been a bit. Been a bit. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, okay, and then another D8 for the actual damage. Okay, so that's... 28 damage for the first hit. 28 damage? Yes. Nice. Second attack is 23 for the second hit. Okay. And third one. Bloodied. Cool. 20. Cool. Still bloodied. Cool. All right. Gagged you. Then shot. Um. Also bonus action Hunter's Mark and said, I'll learn from you. You should learn from me and just, you know, not need armor. Um, I assume it's all like brightly lit here. There's no yeah. Dark I mean, that and the fact that they're fire elementals. The entire room, if it wasn't brightly lit before, it is now. I think it's 22. To hit? Yes. So. Plus the D's. Oh, yeah, I get advantage if it's dark. Oh, D6, right? Yeah. Honor's work, yeah? Yes. D6. Right? Yeah. Okay, to all the yeah. to all attack damage. Thank you kindly. Um also let's smite. Well, let me roll that and then I'll see, then I'll see if I need to smite. Wow. <laughs> uh okay. Ten plus seven is seventeen. Plus one is eighteen. Let's smite. Um, I haven't played a paladin in a while. No, that's fair. Smite. I'm gonna say it's the same one. Yeah. Smite. Um, what level are you burning it at? Two. So, 3d8. Yep, thank you. Eight. Ten. Ten. Cool, so total 28, then? Because it was 18 before, right? Or am I crazy? I'm going to say yes, because I don't remember now. Cool, very bloody. <laughs> uh, okay. I just stab him again. Cool. Sixteen. Uh, yes, I do. Hold on. That hits. Go ahead. Um, sixteen. Cool. Uh, cool. You do kill it. You do also take a total of fifteen fire damage just for you know slashing at it, getting that close to it. Uh, like you, you're, it's a, it's a fire elemental and like you, you managed to cut it down and like it kind of dissipates, but you are currently getting burned. Um, oh, that was mildly inconvenient. I didn't like that, but it's dead now. Go get uh, him, gang. Uh, it is now Char's turn. Uh, she is going to do a thing. She's going to do a thing. She's going to do a thing. 
she, realizing that she is a mostly melee fighter uh, or a spellcaster, is going to rely on her spellcasting, and she's going to cast uh, Summon Celestial. Uh, as you just see, she weaves together the spell and a what looks like a very beautiful drow female appears with angelic features uh, that then just charges at one of the fire elementals and swingity swings uh, and hits once, twice. And I believe it's number of attacks rounded down for the multi-attack. Yeah, rounded down. Um, and so that. Sixteen. Twenty-six. She does thirty-two uh, fire or radiant damage to the fire elemental. Um, fire elemental does four fire damage to her, but it's ignored because she just whoop, uses, gives temp, gives, uh, well, gives herself uh, five temporary hit points and gives you five temporary hit points. Well, thank you much. So just, whoop, and then it protects her and then hits again and then whoop, it also protects you. And you just, yep, you see a angelic looking drow woman. Who just did that? Anyway, uh, that fire elemental's dead. Marionette. Cool. Um, so there's two left. Yes, one has been hit. Okay. Um. I'll. I'll guiding bolt it. Okay. Um. That's cock. Uh, does a twenty-four hit? It does. Cool. One, two, three, four, five, six. Largo, you're on deck. Cool. Um, that's... Woo! attack against it will have advantage. Yes. So just, bah, just beam up. What what does your magic look like? Because for Char, it's all moonlight and like soft glow of the night. What um, does yours look like? I'm assuming some, yeah, uses like just raw power kind of thing. Ooh, roll. Somewhat similar, but uh more focused on stars rather than just like moonlight. Okay, cool. We're gonna get along great. <laughs> yeah, uh, not Yagi, Largo. Um, are either of the elementals threatening any of the other guests? Uh, most of them are kind of fleeing away, like when the pillar of fire shot up. Um, just in case, bonus action, uh, Constellation Form Archer. Okay, cool. Starry map, whatever. Thingy. Cool. So that mean you get the shot off too. Um, if I have a next turn, I will. Okay. Cool. Um, go for it. So uh, no, none yeah. of them are directly threatening. Uh, like Bruner's 
grabbing the warhammer that you tossed to him. He's getting ready. Like a few other of the other guests are going to go. They're going to go at the end of at the turn, um, or at the end of the round. Um, they'll advance up to the injured one. Um, I'll go ahead and cast spiritual weapon uh, at second level. Cool. Um, and the form that takes is a much longer spear gripped by some like kind of spectral leather gloves and the spear comes around Largo's left side um, so that with the shield, although the shield's been painted over, kind of presented with him and his spear and the spear on his left, it looks like a boar's snout and tusks coming out. That's dope. Um, and so he, uh, uh, I think I get a free... Go ahead, go ahead and get a free attack with that, I think, right? Yeah, with the when you when you summon it, you get the attack too. Right. Yeah. Goodness, I was not ready with my D8. There we go. There you are. Um, so that'll be the spiritual weapon attack. That is, with, that is with advantage Thank because of God. Uh, guided strikes. That was a down bolt. Four. Uh, plus twelve total. Probably not gonna make it. Uh, no, but Char's gonna do true, true strike. So add a d4. Oh, sick. Um, it's useful. It's actually oh, useful. Guidance is for skills. Oh. Damn it. Guidance is for skills. Resistance is for saves. True strike is for attack rolls. Thirteen. Thirteen does it. Hey. They have an AC of nice. thirteen. So that was two, uh, six damage, six radiant. Um, and then I'll do my own personal spear poke. Ooh. Um, 16's uh, 22. That's right. And it'll be a D8 plus 2, 8 damage. Uh, you're high enough cleric. I believe you also get the radiant or divine Wait, strikes or whatever. Did I choose the... Let me see if I... I don't think I chose the alternative. Um, well, even if you do, you would still get a D8, I believe. That's right. And it's just an extra D8 radiant, isn't it? Yep. Like you think. Uh, 2. Alright. And if, if possible, when I advance, it would have been to be within melee of each of them. Yeah. Uh, you do take... Because you technically... you your, your spiritual weapon is not you. Right. But you are... But you did attack with your weapon. You take five fire damage. Um, I'm going to say the brunt of that catches this shield and that layer of paint just, like, immediately burns away and there's, there's the boar snout again. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, uh, it is now, it's now its turn, so it's going to try to attack you. Uh, it's going to try to swing at you twice. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, we're saying we had all our gear, right? Yeah. Um, 22. Miss. Miss. Like, yeah, just like, like it, the, 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 a fire probably would have... Uh, might would have started to burn off the shield, but the two just slams from its fist. Definitely burns off the the cheap paint that you had used. Largo does like look pretty distressed at the symbol of his god being obliterated, but but now you can definitely see the snout and the tusks. All right, all right. Uh, the other one is going to try swing at Yagyu. Uh, what's your AC? Twenty two. Cool. Twenty five hits. Um, um, defense duelist. Nice. Okay, cool. So yeah, you parry that one attack. Second attack. Uh, 12. That doesn't hit. Cool. So you parry the first and then dodge the second. And now we're top of initiative. The others come in. I'm going to just have the 
they hit, and I'm going to say all told they deal. Uh, they deal 10 each, except Bruner, who comes in with the Warhammer, that's magic. Uh, and he deals an extra six. Uh, a or B? Someone pick. A. Cool. All right, top of initiative with Veldrin. Uh, so there's two left? There's two left. Have both of them been hit? All, yes. Okay. At this point, yes. Uh, then I'll go for the one that looks less damaged. Okay. Hunter's Mark has my bonus action. And then just two attacks. Yeah, use up next on deck. And 18. Cool. And natural 20. Yay. <laughs> All right, so for the first one, is it that and that? Yes. Dodge. Yes. So that's going to be. Yeah, your bow, your psychic damage, your hunter's mark. 23 damage for the first one. So the second one is going to be 8, 6, 6, 7, 20. It's 8, 6, and 6, yeah? Yes. Cool. So 20, yeah, 20 plus what you roll plus your modifier. Right, so that's going to be 26 plus... Oh, math. Uh, that's going to be... 45. Very bloody. It went from kind of hurt to very bloodied in your turn. Good job. Um, yeah, you. Um, I will. I will move out of melee range. Okay. That will provoke. Okay. Uh, that's a nineteen won't hit. Awesome, awesome. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know, let's say 15 feet away. Um, I'll stow Dawn. Bonus action, Hunter's Mark. Fire. What are you drawing? Elder Blast. Oh, Elder Blast. <laughs> um, okay. Interesting that you're doing Hunter's Mark instead of Hex as a Warlock. Uh, I wanted to take that one, but uh, Hunter's Mark just comes... Prepared already. With, yeah, uh, I know. No, no, no. Like, yeah. I, this, that's not a, like, huh, why are you doing that? It's more of a, like, huh, that's an interesting combination that still serves the same function, yeah. more or less. I wanted to take it, but uh, just... Hunt, I mean, you get Hunter's Mark for free already. Why, why bother? You get it? Yeah. Nice. You get the quarter. Yep. So, Elder Blast. Um, oh, you're doing two blasts? Yes. Uh, 13 plus 8. That hits. 70 plus 8. That hits. Alright, so that's a. Uh, so, anyway, I'll start Elder's Blasting. D10 plus D6. Um, 12 damage for the first Fourteen for the second. Cool. Was it? Uh, was this? Which one was this? 
the very hurt one. Bloodied or very bloody? Very bloody. Okay, cool. They're dead now. Pew, pew. Is that the noise they make? Yep. Uh, Char's turn. She She's going to go do her. She's not going to... Well, yeah, she'll... She's going to copy uh, her new apparent best friend and do a guiding bolt. Um, hits and does... Uh, what is that? 14 damage. And then with her bonus action, she's going to also, she's going to copy her other <laughs> good friend uh, and do a spiritual weapon. That's great. Spirit. Nope, she can't. That's two actual full spells. Never mind. Uh, she's going to just wait and then have her uh, summon Celestial go and attack with advantage. 12. So 12 plus, that's going to hit. Um, I'm pretty sure with the, like, it's it's dead. Well, no, it's not. It's very uh, nearly dead. Second attack. Hits. Now it's dead. So. Huzzah! Huzzah! You got through your first combat as a new party. Woohoo. So Burner kind of comes up. And like as the last of like the little flames of the fire elementals die out, you do see a little red or purple wisps with flames. Well that was bloody awful. I thought it went well. Was that Magira? She's probably I he looks over at uh Smoke and Zink who just nod and leave like immediately and head downstairs. I was allowed to go look at her, make sure she's sleeping peacefully. Is the purple stuff normal? No, no. Well no. Can I do an arcana check? Figure out what Specifically yes. going on? Cool. Then, um, instead of doing chalice form, I'd like to switch my form to uh, the dragon form. Uh, which okay. does something really cool. There's just so much on my character sheet, and I... That's what happened when you multi-class two very complex classes. Oh, I know. I'm here for the chaos. Um, but, yes, what that does is... Um, while in story form with the dragon constellation selected, when you make an intelligence or wisdom check or a con saving throw to maintain concentration on a spell, you can treat a roll of a 9 or lower on the d20 as a 10. Nice. Um, yeah. I knew that about the concentration. I had forgotten that that was a thing for intelligence or wisdom checks. Yeah. That's, wow, that nice. just even made that form even better. Yeah. Cool. Um, 16? Hmm? 
That's all I am. Yeah. So you are able to discern from this that what's going on is, especially after yeah, you had brought had mentioned uh, Megara, that there is probably some source of these fire elementals. The purple is weird. That's not normally a thing for fire elementals. But what you've heard about concerning the uh, the Underdark is this mentioning of something called Phaserus that does have that purple that purpley glow. Um, meaning somehow it's already spread into Gauntle Grim proper. Um, which after a few minutes you hear uh, there, you see a little fox come trotting in up with its mouth. Uh, Brunner, you probably want to get down here. Oh, dear. Uh, he looks to the five of you with Char. Come on. He heads down. Um, to this massive crucible, almost, uh, made of made of all kinds of metals with runes carved into it, uh, and a slight opening on one side um, where you can, like, walk in. And it is this bright, burning heat as you get closer to it. Um, and as you, as you stay close, this is the safest route. He, like, leads you through. And you see, as you get closer, uh, smoke with one hand up, um, casting some sort of spell enchantment, while Zink is near is near him, uh, with his shield up, uh, with with, a, with what looks to be a spectral shield kind of projected over his arms, that is enveloping both of them, uh, to pr- to protect Smoke as they are doing whatever this is. Don't come any farther. The, she's a little testy this morning, or this evening. And we're like, what's bloody going on? They explain that something has stirred Megara enough and Smoke is trying to calm her down. Uh, and you see little traces of purple just in the, fl- in the flames that are coming off from this giant fire elemental that it's burning so hot and bright, you can't really see its actual form. Um, you squint really hard, you might can see something. Which I don't know, you can if you want to. Um, but you do just see these little wisps of purple. And eventually the flames kind of die down a little bit, like just enough that you can kind that it's it's tolerable to be here and then uh zinc kind of just pulls his arm apart the shield drops uh smoke kind of just shakes his hands as like actual steam and stuff is coming off of his fingers that should that should calm her down for a while can i roll something to look for the evil purple mushrooms yeah go for it whatever it is the there's rest there's rest yep is that perception, investigation? I'll take perception, because you're not going to be like rooting around. You are looking. Uh, dirty 20. Um, you don't see any. 
guy aid? Sorry, correction. It's not that you don't see any. <coughs> you find no evidence of the Fairsworth actually being here. But the purple wisps are still there. The purple wisps are fewer now than they were a second ago. What's below here? The ground. And below that's the underdark. Right. And then below that is more underdark. But like, is there like, do you know if there's like a cavern or something directly below this uh, It depends on how directly you're talking. At this point you hear footsteps as Eldith comes running up. This is like, King Bruner, the entrance to Gothel, the Fairsers, lots of purple, glowy shit. It's all there, and yeah. And he just rains at pars, and he just stomps off. Uh, zinc and smoke follow too. Sometimes it's just light drizzles. That is true in the literal sense. That is true. In, that is true in the literal sense. Good. Weather's a new thing for us. Usually, when water comes down on you in the underdark, it's a monster above you drooling about to eat you. Someone remind me of that if I make a remark about it having a pleasing rain here. It won't be very pleasant. That, or it's a bunch of, like, mold or something that's gotten up there and it's just dripping its its things. Sometimes you get dripping, but that's different than rain, right? It's more constant. Although it also fluctuates more. The The dripping, yeah, is the... So anyway, you all go and fall. And it's the same entrance that you all came through. Well, you two and Char came through to get out of the Underdark the first time. There's just this wispy purple glow. That's kind of, it's almost like a mist rising up and coming up just a little bit. And if you look a little bit further beyond, you can see some Fairsris, and it's just little purple stalks. Um, might have some tiny leaves on them. Not all of them do, but there's usually a bulb at the top. Um... And they just kind of shake on their own, like the, they're releasing this mist on their own. So this is this is a new phenomenon to the Underdark? Yes, it is. Could yeah, that's s- someone fill me in. Uh, if you cast magic around it, it makes things go wild. Oh, that is disturbing. Mm. How close? Am I safe here? Let's find out. And <laughs> Smoke snaps his finger and does a magic missile just like on a specific point and uh, three, two of them hit where they're supposed to. The third one goes, veers off, turns into a great big middle finger and then just explodes. Oh, that was fun. Here's an effect. Surprisingly rude for a... Huh, about at what point roughly did it start to veer off course? In terms of distance from the mushrooms. Uh, about like about 10, 20 feet from the actual line. Mm. Uh, but you can still f- smell and feel that there is an effect here. Um, yeah. 
just gonna I'm gonna take note of that feeling so that I can observe it later. We're gonna go to bed for tonight. Oh, I don't like that. You won't like these. Oh, I don't dream. I I can't. Oh. I don't sleep. You might actually be okay. Though. Cool. Or it could be so bad that you actually do get dreams. I don't want to experience that. I don't. What's another nightmare going to make a difference? You can stay with me. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. So what's the play? We staying here to get ready to go, or are we just going now? Well. Because I'm ready. <laughs> Well, we need to get the rest of the uh, our people ready. I mean, I think so. So not right now. Okay. I'm sure there are some more supplies we could stand to acquire. I mentioned diamonds. I, Lottie, I can get you with those. Scrolls of fireball would be nice. Our burning hands, something to handle the webs, might get a bit faster. There may be a, I think, a character, I think there's like a wand of burning hands or fireball or there's something. There's a necklace of fireball. There's a necklace of fireball. Any of the above sound right. We can look into it. Yeah. Give me something as the DM to look for for real for next time. Yeah. Well, with that, you all, you are shown to rooms that you can stay in. I would like to make note of where Largo stays. Uh, he's about, he's a door, door down from you and Shar. Do you and Shar have the same room? I would assume so. Yeah. We're used to rooming together. Yeah. She's in charge of him, so. Yeah. And you did good work t- today. I need, um, some sort of cloth. Extra cloth. Why do you need extra cloth? It's important. See what we can get for you. I think white, maybe. Why? I think I need white cloth. Why? Like. And I can maybe if you tell me, I can tell you why. Uh, I need it large enough to cover a shield. That's what she said. Um, okay. Sure. You don't have a shield. No, but I need this. Okay. Sure. I'll see. I, I, she just gets up and goes looking for one for you. Cool. Like leaves the room. Like you're you're. Are you two in the same room together? Probably. Uh, okay. Yeah. And you have your own spot. Um, so yeah, we'll have y'all do some role play towards the end just to wrap this up. Um, so yeah, Char goes and comes back eventually with a, basically a small tablecloth. Great. So I want to, I probably don't have any red paint, so I'm probably just going to do the stupid thing and like cut something on my palm or whatever to get some blood so I can try to, from memory, so probably pretty badly, trace out the symbol that had been covering his shield. Roman intelligence check. Yeah, it's not going to be super great. Well, I say that. Like just straight intelligence? Yep. That's actually a dirty 20. Yeah, you're able to replicate it pretty accurately. Cool. Okay. And I hold it up and I say, good, all right. Wrap my hand up real quick. I'm, I'll be right back. Cool. Go next door, knock on the door. Probably should knock, right? Not just one. Um, it's 
So, so before you get a knock on your door, Largo, what are you doing for the first like half hour before going to bed? Um, just a, a, a quick prayer, just as a as a matter of course. Um, just asking for uh, uh, the strength to look after all the people down here, and the wisdom to know when they need help, and the skill to provide it. Um, and then he sets the shield on top of a dresser and kind of sits back and stares at it and goes up and scrapes some of the some of the remaining paint off and the shield itself so that, that's the plus two item is the shield and like the the portion that was painted with the snout is like pristine of course right um and, and um he looks around the room. I'm sure there's no paint in here. No. Um, so yeah, probably at about the same time that um, uh, you knock, Largo is opening the door to go find a bucket of paint. Oh, great. <laughs> Hello? For your shield. And then I peek over it. Did I get it right? That's uncanny. Where'd you find paint? Uh, it's not paint. <laughs> I didn't know where there was any paint. Thanks. Char would have healed <laughs> your hand if you were finished. It seemed important. Thank, thank you. Um, and he and he goes over and he tries to like wrap it around the shield and like tuck it in behind some of the padding or something to keep it in place. He mm-hmm. says. I'm grateful for the gift. I hope you'll... I can't promise it's going to stay on there. Yeah, well, just just for now, I guess. Because I figured you'd have a more permanent solution, but just for now. It's going to take a lot of a beating over the next few months, I'm sure. So, um, a permanent solution? Probably not. But, uh... Which, if I'm correct, the symbol for Elmater is the two hands with the red cord. Mm. Yeah. Um, or this. I appreciate the gesture. Okay, bye. Good, good, good night. <laughs> well, I'm not going to bed. It's early for me. My clothes are behind me. <laughs> and also. Uh, Ilmater, please, please help me protect these people from themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Uh, As you say that, there's... You look at the shield again with the new cloth over it. For a split second, the the hands almost seem to, to move a little. Kind of shakes his head to clear his vision. Back to normal. So, you stay up, just doing whatever. I mean, Char's I'm gonna. Always up this late. This is my normal time. To Char's gonna try to sleep, just because she knows that. The schedule's gonna get out of whack, and everyone else yeah. is gonna be not not be nocturnal. But yeah. 
Yagyu and Marionette. Well, you are shown to your room. They apologize because they weren't expecting another, that they don't have another room for you. But. Well, that's all right. I don't sleep. Oh. How very convenient, says the little dwarven house- housekeeper. I can just sit. Oh, well, like a like a book to read or something? Yeah. A magazine? We don't have those. Those aren't a thing here. Um, no, I think I'm good. All right. Have a good day. Or night. Too. Anything for you, Lord, Lord, yeah, Lord, your grace, your grace. You feeling particularly healthy? Me? <laughs> Uh, you know what? Never mind. Okay, don't go away, really. I mean, I'm a little I'll bit. some later. I'm a little bit tired from working the whole day. I'm oh, I feel it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long day. You know, um, I'll I'll get some. I need a drink. I'll get some later. It's okay. I mean, we're gonna have something brought up to your room. Something tells me you don't have what I'm looking for. I, 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 I suppose if you're looking for something specific to your homeland, no, we don't have much. You know, just uh, something I'm positive. Uh, what? Uh, I'm just looking at positivity, you know, I'm just keeping it up. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> Alright, good night. She just kind of awkwardly backs away. Just remember to be positive. Or negative. So you, she backs away. Y'all, you two are in your room together. If there's any role playing y'all want to do. I remember that time that we stepped into a portal and then, like, waddled into a bunch of, like, court politics and then, uh, there were, like, fire elementals. Yeah, yeah. that happened, like, an hour ago. You know, it could be worse. We could be on a Tandal Rary set. things about it, about those, um, yeah. It's okay. But it's on weird place. Tandal's not here, he can't hurt us. I don't think he's competent enough. Some people will fail upwards and ruin things hard <laughs> enough. <laughs> Their mistakes will echo throughout eternity. Ah yes, Wami Taiso. I remember just being a young time boy. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, (coughs) we will end this session. It was such a... Thank you for listening to the Gremlins with Dice podcast, an exercise in insanity disguised as a D&D podcast. We hope you had as much fun listening as we did making it. We will start posting new content on Mondays. If you want more Gremlins content, you can find us on YouTube at Gremlins with Dice, where we stream different video games with no real discernible schedule. And on TikTok at Unnatural20. Hope to see you soon. Keep adventuring.